0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling in the studio today with Liz. Oh my
1: God, oh my God, oh my God. Mr. T brought us tacos.
0: Mr. T is our favorite. I don't know if there was any confusion or debate among who our favorite was. It's Mr. T. It's Mr. T. Mofaga showed up this week with a literal box of tacos.
1: Literal box of tacos. Where are you at, everyone else? Seriously. Because tacos.
0: Just a box of them. A it's, dozen. It's all we ever want. A was. full dozen damn tacos. It might even be a
1: baker's dozen. We don't know. We haven't counted. We just started eating We just them. started shoving them on <laughs> our facels.
0: There could have been four. I don't know. There was enough for me to keep shoving them <laughs> little my facel. Uh, and, on, and on a related note, my carb thing just kind of took a little bit of a side turn. Uh, also in the studio, we have back, so glad to have her with us, J. Elmo. Artist you can call me J. All right. Jay Z. No, just Jay Dizzle? J-
2: no, just J. Mr. No. J. No, no. Stop it. Mr. J little <laughs> more of a no.
0: Harley Quinn vibe? No. no. All right. J.
2: Mr. J. No. Ms. <laughs> if you must.
0: All right. But just is it a Ms. J. or no, a Mrs.? It's, it's J. Because there's no Mrs. No, for what, a Mr. but I would be what, a Mrs. Mr. as well.
2: Of, what part <laughs> of J is difficult for him? I mean, is <laughs> is it, did I make it too long? Is Probably. Yeah. The letters. Probably. I don't get
1: you
0: shorten it. I'll <laughs> try. Okay, I get to G and then I just fall apart. I could never uh, just Jay. Producer Dan, hi everybody, not with us today. Oh, uh, hey, everybody. He actually is on his annual big game hunting trip. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people know this, but once a year he travels to northwest Montana uh, in search of Bigfoot, but not for pictures. He literally wants to shoot Bigfoot in, and I'm quoting here, in the goddamn head, stuff <laughs> him and put him on my floor as a rug.
2: So long as it's <laughs> not an elephant. Okay.
0: No. Yeah, no. It's just
1: Bigfoot. That's fine. But
0: he has been, I mean, and you know, you want to make fun of him, but he currently has four Bigfoot rugs decorating his house. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. I thought four would be enough.
1: There's multiple foots.
0: Yeah, oh uh, yeah, they the, oh, It's
1: got to be they
0: reproduce. It's like moose, you know, like know. moose and moose, it's the same. They don't call them moose and meese cuz right. that'd be confusing. No, not moose not, not moosey. No. It it's just it's just bigfoot. Foot. It's
1: bigfoot. just
0: bigfoot. And
2: Bigfoots would be kind So of he's killed
0: high. four, he's going for his fifth. Uh I'm not terribly comfortable with it cuz I'm pretty sure they're just down to the kids at this point.
1: So when they're when they're babies are they little foot and medium foot? Uh, all
2: right. All right. No, all now right. now
0: you're being disrespectful to their <laughs> culture.
2: right. I, we'll just call them big feet. They're all- You're also
0: being disrespect- <laughs> disrespectful. It's just typical. <laughs> typical. You are as bad as Dan when he shoots that little child Bigfoot no, wait, between wait, the guys. Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait. wait <laughs> little, no, <one. laughs> little teeny tiny bee Uh
0: Anyway, but but more importantly, just want to reemphasize, Travis is our favorite. Yes. Uh, just- Mis- Mr. tacos, T. Mr. T. He didn't like the title. Not the to be confused with Mr. T. J.
2: He
1: didn't like Master T. But- I like
2: I like Master T. When hey, I heard it, I was like, if-
0: if Mr. T wants to go by Mr. T, Mr. T then he gets is. He brought well, us a box of tacos. Well, now Mr.
1: T stands for Mr. Taco. Oh! I'm okay with it. I love
0: uh, it. I'm okay very with good, it. I good. also, uh, a couple of the real quick, we got a full show. We're doing uh, the review of The Dark Tower, so all of the spoilers. Ames on Thrones is going to be after this, uh, although before this, if you're doing the live stream oh. with us. But uh, first, oh. I needed to come back. I wanted to let you know, Liz. That I spoke with the draft master and we were in agreement. Uh, you won the draft last week. <gasps> really? Yeah. And can I tell you what? Yay. Can I tell you what? What did it for me? The what I think is just the best damn pick ever was the White Rabbit. Was the it the showrunner. White Rabbit?
1: Here's Everything the was going to be on time. It was pretty damn. Cool. Everything it was, was going to run on time.
0: Here's here's what I loved about it. The uh, uh Drafting the White Rabbit shows like. You're you're within the realm of geek. I mean, we paint with a broad brush, and so that falls in the realm of geek for us. But it was it was not an obvious pick. You know what I mean? Like we don't like to draft like Superman. I don't think Superman yeah, has ever no, gone in any, any of our drafts because it's too simple. There's no there's no nuance there. But the White Rabbit showed nuance. It was it was a classic. It was hilarious. It was perfect.
1: Yeah, I can't wait uh, till Dan listens to this.
0: Yeah, I just because I mean, he thinks
1: he wins every draft.
0: He always does, and I don't know if he's won one yet because I usually <laughs> win them. Uh, but then again, maybe I shouldn't be the one who always decides. Uh, <laughs> I really,
2: I, I mean, I, I didn't, t- I didn't chime in during the during the podcast. But I really thought that um, the Harry Potter. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Uh, her the Dementor? No, 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 no. Um, the the one that should have been the, the showrunner, I would have made. Um, the, the, the the Maggie Smith plays. Um, um, uh, in Harry Potter, she's the oh, she's uh, the M-
0: Professor McGonagall. McGonagall. Uh, yeah, I oh. thought she would have made a killer. Show that would have, been, that would have been. I been a great... I yeah. couldn't really
2: think of anybody else in that in that category, so I I just stuck with that one. Like, she's my <laughs> showrunner. I don't care about the rest of the cast. <laughs>
0: uh, other uh, other real quick things are part of our opening here. Um, for those of you who are checking out our Facebook page, you might have seen us visit JoySticks uh over the weekend. So uh,
1: I've got a bone to pick with you, and I've saved it for the show.
0: Oh, good! I really love when you tear me apart on air. <laughs> you
1: know, I live like two blocks from. Jordan it was Six, a family right? trip. Oh,
0: so whoa! Uh, I guess okay. wait. Then I have a bone to pick with you. Yeah, wait,
1: wait a minute. <laughs>
0: no, I did the, the. No, I was so I my my brother-in-law and his wife were in town, and they had their kids, and we put them all to bed, and paid some teenagers not enough money, and we went <laughs> we went downtown. And I don't think they were interested in joysticks terribly, but they were very kind and went along with it. And I walked in and I've been to Joysticks once before. I think we even talked about it, but uh they didn't have the Iron Throne sitting there. And so they had the seven shots for fifty bucks, and if you could do all seven shots for the seven kingdoms, then you know you sat in the chair and you could have somebody else do it with you. So Only one other person? Yeah, you and one other person. Now I was I wanna be very clear here. I needed an extra person because I couldn't spend $50. Yeah,
1: who was that
2: girl with the, the Who was the girl that came in right after you?
0: That actually what? that's my sister-in-law, Christina. Uh, and so she actually we, – we went halfsies on it. I let her pick three, and then I took the remaining four. She left the tequila shot for me because she's sometimes a bitch. Um, <laughs> But I got to tell you, like, I, I knocked out the shots. The Iron Throne was awesome. You can see the video. and Check it out. It's, this is Joysticks Downtown. Now, so. did, you, did
1: you know beforehand that there was an Iron Throne there? I did not. Okay. That's a little bit more excusable that you went and sat on the Iron Throne without the Senior Game of Thrones correspondent. Four more ga- Senior Game of Thrones I was going to say, slow
0: your roll there, Slim. We still have an opening for Senior Game of Thrones correspondent. Oh,
1: you called me skinny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's, uh, that's our opening pieces. Uh, this week we are talking, uh, uh, as I mentioned, <sighs> we're talking. It wasn't bad. I need. I need. I, let's, let, let's let's not let's not jump ahead here. But we're doing the Dark Tower here. But before that, we got some this weekend geek <laughs> opening up with uh, P Geek. We had. Here's the thing. Our entire show almost died between episodes. Just, here,
1: just. Just completely
0: just nuked between one Tuesday to the next. Uh, Liz, you you want to you want to share the story?
1: So Al sends me a message the other night, the other night, and by the other night I mean like two weeks ago. What is time? And he's like, Hey, about a week ago. Noticed on YouTube that there is another for Geek's sake that has surfaced. Uh, can you check it out and see what you find? So I Google and I look it up and I and I watch and I find out that it is a uh, web series run by a woman named Donna Dickens and i start googling her and i go oh crap she is just so credible yeah. she's been she's been writing for uprocks for upwards of like 10 years uh, she writes all this in all these incredible articles on all of the stuff that we cover yeah um, on geek culture just, 10 years of geek culture 10 years of geek culture she wasn't
0: embedded with you know a unit in afghanistan no 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 <laughs> this chick has been doing nothing but geek
1: she was at sdcc she like she goes to all the cons she is just so smart and so awesome and so geeky and so i reach out to her and i'm like i I don't know how you grovel over facebook message but i'm like (laughs) um excuse me did you uh uh we have the same name and i think you're really cool and it'd be really cool if you maybe just thought about like doing a different name Please don't hurt me. <laughs> and she was so awesome about it. And she's like, oh, my God, I, I, I had no idea. I don't want to step on anyone's toes. That's not what this, this whole thing is about. Let me come up with a name really quick. And she only had two episodes released at the time. Um, her her YouTube videos were, were very new. She had just rolled them out. So uh, she has very, very, very graciously changed her name to Peak Geek. P-I-Q-U-E. And uh gave us a little shout out on one of her episodes, which we thought was super cool. It was very nice of her. We very can't cool. Hold a candle to what she does. Yeah, it was
0: it was so when we were looking at it, might a candle.
1: Come on. Maybe two
0: candles. Two candles, but they're both those little tea lights that only burn for like five. But I actually so I so our technical director, Elijah, who you don't get to see on camera, which is a shame because he's very pretty. Uh <laughs> very but pretty he boy. He, uh, he's actually what brought it to me, and so we're looking at this. We're seeing like she's got more followers than us on, on YouTube Like, like upwards of 2,000. Yeah, and I'm like, what? I bet she's buying these things. Who is this chick? What is she doing? <laughs> and then and then Liz comes back and tells us who she is. We're like, oh, God, I really hope she changes the name, because otherwise we're, we're done. We're just never going to – we just have to rename ourselves, because we're not going to – we weren't going to last in that particular uh... – yeah. But anyway uh, – Thank you, Peaky. Thank you. Yeah, she's thank awesome. You. Thank you
1: so much to Donna. And uh, she did tell me that she – is in Kentucky, but if she ever rolls through Orlando, she will stop by and say, Aww. "Hey, very so. cool."
0: That's right. So it's Peak Geek on. You can find it on YouTube P I Q U E Peak Geek. Check them out because they actually are. Don't stop listening to us, though. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. We need you. <laughs> Please listen to both. All of it's good. Uh, it's all good. Well, I mean, like most, like a good, like fifty like percent of us is good. Like sixty-four. Sixty. Don't. Well, Dan's not here, so it's a lot. Anyway, <laughs> uh, up next. Planetary Protection Officers. So NASA has announced an opening on USA Jobs, which is the spot where you go for federal jobs. Any job on the federal government uh that is not elected or like military, basically you have to go through USA jobs. So USA Jobs has a planetary protection officer under NASA. And uh here's the thing.
1: Uh when did you submit your resume? I did not. <laughs>
0: um it was can I tell I, I have a couple problems. That's with way this. too much pressure. it, it really is.
1: Well the closing date's not till
2: August 14. So if you have a chance, you could go ahead and uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. No.
0: Couple things. First, the pay. The pay for this position is, I wrote this down here, between 124,000 to 187,000 a year. Now I know that seems like a lot of money. And compared to my salary, for example, that's an insane amount of money. <laughs> like it's a multiple of my by like a couple multiples. Uh, of my amount of money,
1: right? But you're by no means protecting the planet. That's
0: actually my point. Is that all we're paying <laughs> to protect the goddamn planet? The because I would like planet. to suggest well, it
1: does say that it's a full-time
2: work schedule. I yeah, you know, I just want to let you know for that amount of money. Yeah, yeah. You,
0: you- we need to pay this guy more or girl. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I didn't mean to. I not mean to make any. We definitely need to pay them more than this.
2: But what does a planetary protection officer? Do.
0: So, I, I did some research on this. Legitimately researched this, if you can believe it. Uh, so, you know how when uh, your American history lesson for you, Europeans showed up on North America. Uh, we introduced a whole bunch of d- diseases and Ray. it wiped out something like 96% of the indigenous population. hmm uh, that's why, if you notice, there's like you hear about 1492, Columbus sails the ocean blue, and then we jump forward like a hundred years. Because for like a hundred years, nobody else came because nobody was impressed. Columbus was kind of a dick. Yeah. So, bit. not kind of. He, he was, was a genocidal asshole. But the point here is that when they came back, this sprawling c- continent filled with millions of people was suddenly desolate and empty, but all still in really good shape. It's because disease wiped them all out. <laughs> The planetary protection officer, their job is to stop that from happening. Um, Space disease? Yes. So two ways. Two ways this can happen. One, somebody brings back something from Mars and oops, we're all dead. Or, and I think this is very nice of us, we also are concerned with making sure that we don't accidentally go like Native Americans, some other country. You know what I mean? Where we just suddenly introduce some new disease and wipe out a whole alien race. Yeah. Um, So that's, it does not have anything to do with lasers. And for that, I'm that's, upset. Well,
1: that's what they're not putting out there in the public.
0: Actually, this was the other piece. It's, uh, this is what I was thinking, too. The clearance level here is secret. Now, that... I want you to understand, like, that is the low rank.
1: That's not top secret.
0: That is not top... It's, bef- it's below top secret. Or
1: super top secret.
0: Uh, there's... That's not really – that's not how That's not how it works. Or
1: super extra.
0: It's actually eyes only. Super, the, secret, super, super
2: secret. Super secret squirrel. Secret. There yeah,
0: yeah, super guy. Yeah. So, like, if you are working military intelligence and you're dealing with the secrets of our country and a whole bunch of things that – I don't want to be very clear here. I don't even want to know. Like, I'm not trying to learn any of that information. That's top secret information. And then above that comes uh, eyes only and then a bunch of restricted access. So you only have access to specific pieces so nobody can know everything kind of thing. Secret, though, is like your base level, like, hey, you really shouldn't tell anybody this. Yeah. So I'm like, the planetary protection officer only gets secret clearance.
1: My brother was military intelligence. I wonder if he's applied.
0: He is, well, you have to be a GS-15, which is um, the equivalent of way the hell up there.
1: I don't know what his rank is?
0: Well, it won't probably not that. It doesn't transfer over exactly. Military has their own ranking system, but if they come out of the military, GS is the General Service, is what it stands for. So it, it it puts you on a scale of what you're doing. So like a GS two or three is like a teacher, you know, like in one of the schools. One of the things I was applying for when my wife was in military. Uh, but once you get up into the teens, you're talking about like people doing really important shit. Mm. So he
1: was a, he's a linguist, but I don't know if they if they taught him I'm org.
0: Sh- I I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Did he Klingon? <laughs> Did he cover Jabba, you know? The, H- the Hutt Hatees. is the name of the language. Well, uh, I, I was
2: I was kind of curious though if uh, if something pops out of the black hole, say you know like an armada heading for Earth, would the uh, planetary protection officer be the first one they call?
1: Yeah, like since he's, he's there, only
2: on secret Clarence? I mean, it, that's
1: so, what I'm saying. So if he
2: finds out that the that the that the Martians are coming, for lack of a better term, the Martians are coming, can he go ahead and just tell everybody that since he's only on secret, I you just, know, everybody should know? I
1: just picture planetary protection <laughs> <laughs> officers running through like in Monsters Inc. with the hazmat suits on. Like, we got a twenty four nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens come in with a sock on their back.
0: <laughs> Cute. I just, I know, I, I was saying we, we, we need to relook at this position because I would like them to pay these guys more than say, like a random vice president, not even a vice president, <laughs> <laughs> like a ra- a random bank vice president makes significantly more than this position, and I'm a little more concerned here. <laughs> so that's
2: it's all about the
0: money, right? Exactly, which is why we need to pay these people more. Exactly, indeed. I mean like the head of the Central Florida Blood Bank or Central Florida uh Central Florida Blood Bank makes in the like 200,000 plus. One Blood? No, is that I think it, yeah they, they renamed them they renamed it to One Blood. Yeah, but,
1: I almost worked for them.
0: Yeah, don't. They're a bunch I of
1: didn't. Yeah. Because uh, they're not a non-profit even though they, they are.
0: They are they are a for-profit non-profit. Anyway, so that's the let's the Planetary Protection Officer. So I mean go do it but I'd say pay them pay more please. Uh up next we have a, an update on net neutrality. Um Ten members of Congress uh, had some stuff to say to the FCC, and uh, I'm just going to read you the uh, the notes. The, the, actually, the the um, I'm going to read you the direct quote from this thing they gave here. Uh, so this is from the committee, on, the Committee on Energy and Commerce, which oversees the FCC, mm-hmm. and they said, "quote." Americans overwhelmingly support stronger and clearer privacy rules. Yet the commission, without comment, proposes to eliminate before-the-fact protections at the FCC in favor of an enforcement-only approach. The FCC should not degrade people's privacy rights without thorough consideration. Instead of considering these national priorities, the proposal single-mindedly concentrates on one issue to the exclusion of all others, the raw dollars spent on network deployment. This narrow focus is clearly in contrary to the public interest, If this is, this is me emphasizing here, if we had intended network investment to be the sole measure by which the FCC determines policy, we would have specifically written that into the law, which is just about the most professional – you. I'm going to use it here. The most professional fuck you.
1: <laughs> there it uh, is. Uh, Drop it, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's that's, 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 that's our, that's our F-bomb for the episode uh, right there. So this is the Committee on Energy and Commerce, so they're not – this doesn't mean net neutrality's been saved, uh, but it definitely is a strong it's like a this is a body blow. Yeah. Uh, so this and I want to give a special shout out here to Representative Kathy Castor of the Fourteenth District here in the great state of Florida in the
2: Great State, this, no, just, this, just, just go in with the, state it. State just, the state of Florida. In the state of the state of Florida.
0: it's a state. <laughs> <laughs> Representative Kathy Castor of the Fourteenth District. She's in your house of representatives. She represent, she's over in the Tampa area. I looked that up too. I was researching this shit. Uh, So Kathy Caster was the only Florida representative among the ten. But hey, we were one of them. So yay, yay, Representative (gasps) Caster, way to not suck. Thanks. We support you. You did the thing. You did. We can't support you actually because we don't. We're not in Tampa. We're in Mm -hmm. Orlando. Yeah, but Uh, still
2: we do. But still support. Heart and prayers and good, good good feelings and through the. Yay!
0: All right. Yay! Up next, uh, the Guild. Is on its way to the Smithsonian. This so, is the
1: Smithsonian.
0: The Smithson, the Schmoss, Schmoss Fern. The Hey guys, more cider. We're, we're yeah, drinking this fun. episode
1: mm-hmm. again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, can I tell you a real quick story? Uh, I work at an uh, undisclosed office location. Oh,
1: you tell your work story, and then I'll tell my work story.
0: Okay. Well, mine's quick and involves booze. So there's your. That's your. Mine's bar.
1: quick and involves the podcast and horrifying embarrassment.
0: Oh, great! So that works. Um, so I came back from a work trip or vacation. Oh, it was after Dice Starcon. I came back from Dice Starcon. Went back to my cube because I work in a cube because I'm slowly dying on the inside. Uh, and it's an undisclosed office, not because it's exciting, but just because I don't, I don't want people to know. <laughs> uh, I don't want this traced back to me. So I sit down at my desk and I go to open my drawer, and I have a drawer that's supposed to be for files, but there's no files in there. It's just all food, uh, just like literal
1: what
0: popcorn. I know, I know. You're as shocked as I am. Wait, I'm not shocked.
1: And the best part is, is that. Al doesn't lock his desk.
0: No. so It's I, all just food. So I so, take his
1: popcorn a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that explains it. Anyway, so I go back to my desk and I open my desk drawer and there's this big growler of hard cider sitting in my desk drawer. Now, I'm not saying that I haven't thought about keeping booze in my desk, but I really need this job because currently, as I've mentioned before, this podcast cost me money. <laughs> and my wife, very, very specific about me continuing to earn money. So when I found booze in my desk, I was a little nervous and spent the rest of the day panicking that somebody was going to come by and demand to see my food drawer. <laughs> no, the the cider was sealed. It was sealed. It wasn't it was, opened. But I still definitely, like, like I, like, smuggled that shit out. Like, I've walked out with office suppliers without any concern at all. But the booze, I shoved into my laptop bag and walked out with it uh, and smuggled it home. And then I could not figure out who gave it to me. So today I just decided, you know what, I've been kind long enough. So I am enjoying some roadie coyote. Hard cider.
1: I love the name.
0: Right? And it's a pretty good cider, too.
1: But you still do not know who gave you uh, this cider. What's cute I do not. is that you call this, what was that? Hard the, cider. Hard cider
2: alcohol.
0: It's mm. got alcohol in it. That's so cute. It is 7% alcohol by volume, which, by the way, Ooh. makes it significantly stronger than most of your average bitch. I, I beers. think Corona okay.
2: Light is like 6.5.
0: Mm, try again. No, it's
1: like 3.5. Yeah,
0: it's like 3.54%.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cheers. So- so Al's about halfway through this mystery jug of cider, whom he does not know where it came from.
0: <laughs> but so far and I don't feel bad. And
1: we are filming. Uh, I'm hoping that if you're going down, you're doing it on the live stream of Ames on Thrones that we're doing. Tonight. I do too.
0: Can I be honest with you? I also really hope that. Because
1: if, if you if it happens, and we're not we're obviously not gonna release the episode, but if it happens on live camera. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. I want to be clear here. <laughs> you release the goddamn video. <laughs> I want my death film. You heard, not only you that, heard but here. we might
2: be able to trace it back to the actual, you know, contributor to the death of Al. Oh. And it's so, you know, we could
0: it becomes date. the FGS snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> That's what
1: OK. All right. So in the va- so in the vein of work things, this is hilarious. And, and I like I like uh, I, I'm a big fan of the phrase steering into the skid. Uh huh. Because uh, when something embarrassing happens to you, just you know, it's like when you trip when you're walking, and then you just start skipping because you meant to do that, obviously. Right, right. Own it, make it yours. So, um, so I always open up the podcast on Thursdays to give it a listen, check the sound quality, blah blah blah, yada yada. I listen to the first thirty seconds, and that's about as long as I can stand listening to my own voice. Us too. Uh <laughs> <Ha>. <laughs> <laughs> And so, uh, last Thursday, the episode is released, and our company is having a very, very large, what we call a town hall meeting. All of the C level big dogs are in the office and we all gather and I'm talking the entire company gathers in the meeting room and like 70 plus employees um we get about 55 minutes through this hour-long meeting and so I was playing it through our Facebook
0: playing the episode playing the the episode
1: no not the town hall I was playing the podcast episode through the Facebook when I went to check it and I paused it and then Closed everything on my phone and went into the meeting. Now we're almost done with this meeting. I open up my phone to check the time, and the podcast starts playing out loud.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: I'm talking like all, like every, you can hear the air, the rush of the air as everyone's heads turn and look <laughs> directly at me. So I minimize, so I think I've somehow accidentally opened up a YouTube video. So I just minim like I just lock my phone because that should make it go away. It doesn't make it go away. I open my phone again. I hit the pause button. It doesn't make it stop. And at this point, I am like full on panicking. And as, and as now enough t- attention has been drawn so that everyone is silent and looking at me, all you hear is producer Dan's voice out loud say, "So when the robot overlords show up, are you going to bow down or are you going to resist?"
0: <laughs> that
1: um, so that is amazing. If well, anyone what knows what's the answer, I don't remember. If <laughs> any If anyone knows, of anyone that's hiring.
0: <laughs> so wait, 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 time out, time out. Did you pull the audience?
1: Uh, <laughs> No, I did not. I'm I just looking not.
0: for other people to turn over after I, did, I turn you over.
1: I did not pull the audience. I did, however, immediately run up to our, our director of HR and our chief operating officer uh, who were answering a question at the time that this all happened and told them how mortified I was. And was apologized. the answer,
0: will you bow down to the robots or will you resist? <laughs> no? Okay. No. Okay.
1: But but the, our, our COO did look at me and go, so robots,
0: nice. So
1: FGS, so that FGS. was so that was fun.
0: Great. So <laughs> this show is going to end up costing both of us our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a great opportunity. Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, you weren't on last episode.
0: That's true, good. but I have a I have it on good authority that my boss listens to the show. Oh,
1: uh, this is very true.
0: Uh, so uh, just as an FYI, I want to remind everybody we're a Patreon account. Uh, we're gonna need between the two of us at least. <laughs> $100 a week uh, to be able to cover expenses. Each. Each. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. So $200 a week yeah. we're going to need to be able to cover. Oh, <laughs> uh, My wife's not going to think that's funny. Uh, <laughs> back to This Week in Geek, though. So the Smithsonian uh, has announced that they will be taking items from the guild. Now, you may not be familiar with the guild. Um,
1: oh, I'm super familiar with the guild. The
0: guild was one of the first, like, crazy independent geek things to happen. Um, it's old. It, it's it's I'm gonna say old school, but it's old school in like a 2000 what six, 2007, 2007 old school. Like you remember, Iron Man drops in 2008, and so if you're tracking the history of geek going mainstream, it pretty much that's a huge, huge turning point. That's when the MCU launches is off of this. So this is a couple years before that happens, when this uh, young lady by the name of Felicia Day, who, despite my numerous attempts, (laughs) has not responded to any of my uh, my overtures.
1: Did you not
2: get the restraining order I thought or no? I thought the restraining order was pretty much the answer to <laughs> She
0: that wasn't from her, that was from her attorney. <laughs> so Anyway, uh Felicia Day, uh who you should just all if you don't if just stop just literally pause this episode. Come back to it. Pause (laughs) this episode and go look up Felicia Day because she's just...
2: Do it after the episode. Oh, wonderful.
0: I'm actually about to pause literally recording (laughs) so I can go look up... I'm in love with Felicia Day is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Um, So Felicia Day had this show called The Guild, and it was about a bunch of... Uh, a World of Warcraft players that were a part of a, a single group or band or guild. Uh, and then they took their adventures into real life. And there was a silly, fun, happy show when it ran for a couple of seasons. Uh, and so a couple of their props, specifically Felicia Day's costume um, <laughs> from, uh, uh, where is it? His? Uh, Codex, which was her name on the show. Codex's avatar outfit and staff, as seen in the episode, Do You Want to Date My Avatar? music video as well as the original script with all of Felicia Day's notes will be added as a permanent exhibition in the Smithsonian Institute.
1: I was really hoping that they were going to auction off the outfit.
0: I would. Because I want it. I would mortgage my house. (laughs) I also have some deep-seated issues. Uh, (laughs) If you want to see what the outfit looks like, you can check our show notes. Uh, Producer Dan, despite not being here, did provide us with our show notes before he took off. You can also find it on our YouTube page. Uh, But it's a red and white corset skirt thing, and I just... I want one
1: for yourself, but
2: for for Jen, for your wife. No, oh, I'm sorry. Moving on. So <laughs> the next so, item so. is they'll
0: have to let it out in the back. So we watched Dark <laughs> Tower. Uh, that, that's all we're gonna say about that. Okay, so that's we gonna say about that. Uh <laughs> all right let's get there right. So we are going to do is that it? Can we just- Congratulations Can just-
2: Felicia Day. Can that- and yes. the entire cast of Guild of the Guild.
0: Yeah, that, that's, it is it's really, actually That's
2: really pretty freaking cool to get in the Smithsonian.
0: It is and it's actually a great it's a great thing for geek culture as well, you yeah. know, just to be able to see that cuz the Guild was a really popular and very positive show. Yeah. Uh and it really did a lot to help bring some of these gamers to the mainstream um you know and it wasn't actually I should also note it wasn't technically World of Warcraft. Uh so It was
1: World of Warcraft esque.
0: It was very much World of Warcraft. It just wasn't World of Warcraft. So uh while we refill wine glasses here, because Don't draw attention,
1: because of course that's
0: we, what do. we do. Oh draw attention, nothing. Good A for you. Beer and cider. Um and
2: glass of wine. Yes, thank you. FGS, oh, we're gonna good, do you.
0: our uh Dark Tower movie review here. So uh this is again this is on Stephen King's The Dark You know what it's not Stephen King's The Dark Tower. It's on the movie The Dark Tower. Yeah. There was another book by that similar name by Stephen King at one point. Um <laughs> So we're going to do this like we always do, and I'm going to run through our scoring rubric here very quickly. You can also find this on our YouTube channel, uh, where you can find the show notes, or you can download them. But uh, we judge all of our movies on five categories. Originality, meaning did they do something new, or did they retry the same stuff that they always do? Plot, this is, we're talking about the pacing, and uh, 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 plot holes, and that kind of thing. Characters, do we rely on lazy tropes, how good was the acting, etc. The technical, which is uh, direction, the, the overall direction, cinematography, the, the music, all that kind of stuff. And then our overall enjoyment of the movie. We will each give these a rank between 1 and 10, and then we must agree on it for each these individual ones. So a perfect movie would get a fifty. So this actually is not going to be the th- worst thing we've ever reviewed no, by a long definitely shot.
1: Definitely
2: not. Far from it.
0: Uh, I don't know that it's taken out Wonder Woman though.
1: Oh no. Oh, no. oh no, God, no, no. No. No.
2: No. No. We're not even discussing this in terms of comparing it to Wonder Woman, right? Well,
0: I think Wonder Woman. Other... Wonder Woman was our highest ranking uh, review to date. I think it scored a uh, forty-six. Forty two. Forty two? something like that. Oh yeah. Was-
1: or G- Guardians was forty two? It doesn't matter. I don't know. Dan Guardians and
0: Wonder Woman are the very very top of the stack yes. and at the very, very bottom of the stack sit the mummy and Ghost, uh, in, the Ghost in the Shell, which was the just, uh, just yeah. The
2: Mummy was the one with um with uh Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, the remake.
0: Yeah. yeah. Is it, I mean, I don't remake is a strong remake. term. Yeah. Okay, okay. Movie is actually I, another, a strong term for another, that. Another, right.
2: another film that was also titled The Mummy. Right. Okay. It
0: also had the title The Mummy in it and was about, theoretically, something to do with Egypt. Yeah. Got it. Uh, although no Egypt was actually shown <laughs> at any point. Uh, let's talk about The Dark Tower. So, um, a couple things. Before we start getting into reviews, um, I'm going to tell you this right out the gate. If you've read the books, The Dark Tower, which is, I think, an eight-part series. Just don't. Then you're not, then your chances of like, this movie drop considerably. This
1: is essentially like if somebody took all seven Harry Potter books and mushed them into one movie, but then also went, eh, let's not take any of that plot and just keep the character names.
2: So I take it, Liz, that you've read the books.
1: I have read some of the books. When, I have not you... read the entire series, but from the first five minutes of the movie, it's very apparent that it's like, oh, this isn't. Okay, I'm I a complete
2: noob. Doing... <laughs> I've not read the
0: book. Right, books. which is fine. I'm actually almost done with the series, I am on the back half of the second to last book. From so, from my
1: understanding, this is supposed to be kind of post books, but it also during books. But it does like it doesn't. Well, and here's the it thing: is I, books. I went <laughs>
0: back, yeah. I, so I went back and I, I did a bit of research on them. There's never a place where it talked about how this was a sequel, right. Or that how this was a whatever. This is just needs to you need to forget about the books it's before you go sit down. Derivative. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's based loosely on something that happened in the books one time. Sort yeah. Of.
1: So a
2: movie studio took the characters from this particular series and made a movie that kind of sort of sounded like the first book?
0: It took a couple characters Ish. from it Okay. and then put a couple of them in there. This is one of the strangest things to me about this is you look through about, if you look through IMDb, you know, they give you the the, the initial, the main characters. There was uh, uh 14 characters on there. Six do not appear in any of the books or any of the expanded universe stuff. Yeah. So almost half of them were completely brand new characters, and the characters that did appear were completely different. By the way, sp- excuse me, spoilers just all over the place here. Um, cider. Yeah, actually, I think <laughs> I like cider
1: it. all over the place.
0: <laughs> so um, I think that's the first thing that we really kind of have to know about this. Um, also, this movie was intended to launch an expanded universe. So um, this is going to include a TV series, uh, additional movies, the whole thing. This was supposed to do what Marvel attempted to do with the TV and movie thing, but never pulled off. Now, that seemed like um, immediately it was going to fail, because I don't know of a universe in which you're going to get Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey to sign up for a weekly series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Matthew McConaughey did uh, True Detective on HBO –
1: Oh, and it was so good.
0: Right. I'm assuming he's not going to be terribly interested. Wait, no, that wasn't Matthew McConaughey.
1: Yes, it was. Or was it? He was in the first season. That was with Woody
0: Harrelson. Yes. Okay. Uh,
1: I would have corrected you if you were wrong.
0: Okay. I, <laughs> I, know, I know how much you know, how much you love to do that. <laughs> so, so we just that that's the part that I think we need to get out the gate just right out just right up front because I think there's a lot of people who seem to have enjoyed it a lot more than I did, and I noticed that the more they've read the more they agreed with me, the less they've read, the more they were able to enjoy the movie on its right. own merits.
1: Now, and I went into this, you know, I'd, I'd, I had caught wind of how kind of poorly it was doing, so I didn't read any movie reviews before we went to go see it because I didn't want to sully my experience. Right. Um, But then afterwards I went and I read a, all of the movie reviews, and, you know, th- one of the biggest points that was brought up is name a good Stephen King adaptation.
0: Uh, the Green Mile. Shawshank Redemption.
1: Oh. oh. Well, then, those, then those people were not. Okay.
0: Kathy <laughs>
2: Bates played the movie I hate when my, name, when my uh, mind goes blank. Oh, uh, Psycho? Was, uh, uh, no, no. Kathy Bates and James Misery. Oh, uh, and, and uh,
1: there
0: you go.
2: Misery. There's another one.
1: Well, so we're... there, that was my point. I just wanted you. To, I just wanted you to let everyone know that there are there are, <laughs> there are good, of good ones. Stephen yeah. King adaptations out there.
0: Well, and this one, this one was, but this one is is, is very very large in scope. Yeah. Uh, but you know, let me, let me switch over to Jay for a second. Um, now, Jay, you did not read the books at all, so you're actually able to come in and appreciate the movie solely on its own merits. So, for you, how did it stand? Loved it. Okay. Because
2: the way I look at it, and I've been around, you know, a couple of years. I don't know if you can tell. I'm. I'm not quite of this age group, but um, I, pay my movie, I pay my movie money to go in and sit down and be entertained. I have not read the books, and I am a purist. I have read uh, several series, and if I had read this particular series prior to it, I probably would be feeling the same way. However, being a complete, complete noob walking into it, my, my husband and I both went to see this. And we walked out of the movie like, that was a really freaking fantastic movie. But, you know, it was based on what movies have been coming out lately. And we're both... Over Superman. Sorry, DC, but over Superman. Oh my god. No, no, no. And, no. and, yeah, and, you're, so you're and super superhero movies in general are kinda like starting to wear on me. I love so don't get me wrong, I love superhero movies, but yeah, I liked a little bit of difference. And when this came out and Idris Elba was just like Oh, he was great. Hello, Mr. Elba. Hi. <laughs> uh, but uh, th- so it, it took me out of my everyday doldrum world and put me into a different world. And granted, I, I didn't compare it to the world that Stephen King originally produced. And I loved his books. Uh, th- th- there's one that's Gerald's Game that was completely out of his normal genre. And it was just fabulous. I, I am a great admirer of Stephen King. But um, this particular one, I hadn't read his series. So. I loved the movie. It was it was well acted. It was I thought it was well acted. It was well directed. I thought the uh, cinematography. Someone say it for me. Cinematography. Cinematography. cinematography thank you, that we, got, we got you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, I thought that was fabulous. The only thing that I really had any complaint on as being a, just a movie goer to be entertained was the sound quality. The sound quality was, yeah, it was, it was subpar. They tried to make a really exciting moment by adding m-
0: more volume.
2: <laughs> yeah, so um, that was uh, that was a really good. Uh, I thought it was really really good.
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and break this down then. So we're gonna take it through our um, we're gonna take it through our normal reviews here. So uh, again, we're gonna talk about originality. We're gonna talk about plot. We're gonna talk about characters, technical, and overall. So the way that's gonna look then is that we're going to. Um, we're going to go through, we're going to each give our scores, and they have to be a whole number between 1 and 10. And then after we do that, we're, we're not going to give any real indication of why. We're going to give the numbers, and then we're going to see how we rank. So we're going to go, uh, we're going to start with originality, and then we'll go plot, characters, sorry, I'm double quick, no, <laughs> Technical and overall. All right. So let's start with originality, and uh, we will actually let our guest, Jay, take it off. So, Jay, 1 to 10, how did you feel this movie did in terms of originality?
2: Honestly, I gave it a 7 because of all the standard um, movies that are coming out and all of the characters that are kind of one-dimensional. Uh, why, the, why did you say that name? Uh, that kind of thing. <laughs> because I'm Batman. <laughs> there it is. You're welcome. <laughs> because I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for originality, it's Stephen King for crying out loud. And this, and I, I did look it up. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, we're only supposed to give numbers here. We'll give you a chance Thank to talk. you. Seven. Give, I actually was letting you do it, too. I was like, yeah, no, that's a good point. <laughs> Seven. Uh, Liz, where'd you land?
1: For originality, I mean, because it has nothing to do with the books, so I gave it a ten. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, originality. Originality, I landed on a seven.
0: You landed on a seven as yeah. well? Yeah, and actually, for originality, I, I also ended up on a seven. I think that this movie is going, despite my frustrations with it, I'm, one of the things that I really like about the way we do reviews here is it forces me to stop and think about these things on very specific and individual merits. Yeah. And I think, honestly, despite my frustrations with this movie, it's probably going to end up scoring really high for a lot higher for me than I might have guessed when I first. Walked out of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, I like the original, and i and I got to say, I love it for a lot of the same reasons that you're talking about. Uh, we didn't get to cover Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets because uh, Comic-Con hit and the reviews were getting tanked. But one of the things that I think is so important here is everybody pisses and moans about how every single movie that comes out is either a superhero movie or a sequel or a remake or whatever. Exactly. And you have here that, I mean, I know it came from a book. I realized that it was, but barely, as Liz mentioned. 1987, um,
2: original publication date for the first uh, uh, novel.
0: Keep going. 77.
2: Okay, I looked I, Google told me it was 87. So, I stand Well, The corrected. Dark Tower,
0: the Dark Well, the Dark Tower is the last book in the series of 8. The first I think that one actually came out in the 90s. I, I
2: looked up the publication for date us. for Gunslinger and it yeah, the, said I think the
0: original publication was in the 70s. Yeah. Anyway, the point here is that you I mean, yes, it's adapted from a book, but you still have a really great story, with some really interesting characters. Yeah. And, and as
1: as far as what's out there on the market now, it It is an original story. It's a new concept. Right. It's a different... I mean...
0: When was the last time you saw anything remotely like a Western, let alone a sci-fi Western? Right. Cowboys versus Aliens.
1: June
2: 10, 1982. 82?
0: Yeah, I was five Mm -hmm. years
2: off, but so were you. So, shows yeah, what I know.
0: Split the difference. Split the difference. All right. Uh, but I was just thinking of the last sci fi Western that I enjoyed. Well, I did oh, I did that? say The Firefly. Dark
2: Tower, The Aww. Gunslinger, but The Gunslinger's the original. I didn't. But The Gunslinger's the original character.
0: Yes, I got stuck on the sci fi Western. We're mourning Firefly, Firefly one mourning. more
1: time for Al. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It won't be the
0: last time we mourn it for Al. No. It's okay. Uh, but one yeah, day, buddy, A Moment of Silence.
1: One day you'll get your reboot.
0: I don't want it anymore.
1: Oh <laughs> no, the I characters don't. are gone. Not anymore. They're, yeah. yeah.
0: So anyway, so okay, so that that was pretty easy. Everybody landed on a seven for originality. So net, next, let's talk plot. And uh, Liz, we'll let you start. What did you give it?
1: Plot. I gave a six. Okay. And this has a lot to do. Uh, nope.
0: Okay. Six. Z- six. Where'd you? Where'd you? I know it's hard seven, to do. Right. It's hard. Uh, you said seven. I actually gave this one a five. This was one of the lower categories for me. Um, I got annoyed with us, uh, So now I finished, so I'll start off here. I got annoyed with a lot of the plot uh, and a lot of the pacing there. There was a lot of really heavy exposition uh, that was just a lot of, like, the gunslinger talking us through what was going on. Um, and so, and there was a lot of places where the plot seemed to, like, drag. And then all of
1: a sudden it was just sudden, like, like we're doing all this.
0: Right, right. And they did, I will say that they managed, none of the plot holes jumped out at me while I was watching um, there does seem to be a couple things later. Like, you understand that the the man in black's magics, with a K, I imagine, uh, yeah. his magics won't affect uh, him, but it does seem like he could still, we see at the end of the movie, he can still move objects, like telekinesis, Kyle. Yeah. So you would just assume that he'd just drop a building on him and be done with it.
1: And also, d- why? Did there, why, why does, <laughs> why does uh, Roland, did we say spoilers?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The reviews why, are all spoilers. Why
1: does Roland, why is he resistant to his magic? It never gets explained to us. Right. They never tell us that. Right. the The, the pacing is so fast. So that, I feel like this easily could have been two, if not three, movies, and they jammed it into one. Or say eight. Or eight, you know. Okay. <laughs> um,
2: when I was first given the breakdown, I was told uh, the the item, the line item was story. Uh, and And asked me for my for my number, but it was story, and then sub uh was plot holes pacing et cetera right, so I went with a seven for the story for okay. just the story and the, and the as story- a writer as a writer, I've got to tell you a lot of that a lot of that dialogue where the um where where the gunslinger was talking and the and the man in black was talking that was for me backstory it was just it was telling me where we are at this point that's fair. and I don't think that it slowed the 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 overall story down so much. I thought that the the two actors. Who are amazing,
0: yeah we're yeah. able
2: to carry that backstory uh dialogue in it and it is it, it's it's frustrating for a writer to try and fill the fill the reader in on all this information that's happened before before you came sure. in and saw this point. I thought that well, especially
0: through a visual medium like movies, where you can't just give a couple paragraphs of exposition. So
2: you've got to have the characters actually speak the backstory, which is frustrating. But it, I thought they carried it off very well.
0: I mean, I'll happily come up to a six. I think I could be argued up to a seven.
2: I'm going to stick with my seven. I'm I'm not judging.
0: What do you think? (sighs) I mean, if you go seven, I'll. I mean, I'm I'm I will under protest. I will come up. I think five is. I think five. I was being a little mean.
1: Yeah, a little.
0: Um.
2: I, I mean, I, I understand if you guys want to go six. I'm not uh, because you guys both have read these books and I haven't. Well, but
1: this is I'm. I'm judging this strictly on the movie alone.
0: And I need books to as, judge books this. aside, right? And I need to do the same thing. I don't know how well I can do it. It's hard for me to separate is, those out. It is out.
1: difficult. But the issue for me is, is again, you know, I feel like I feel like the pacing was so strange. Um, we weren 't filled in on and i you know I understand having to 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 you know spoken word explain all those things, but we weren 't filled on on in on things that I think were very important we were just kind of you know glazed over oh the tower can be Taken down by the mind of a child. What is the tower? The they didn't be- even say what the tower is. No, in is, the very it-
2: beginning, the text did say that the tower is what separates the uh, or, or protects the universes from evil. Also, but that's I,
1: it. What's the evil? What are we getting? Protected uh, but I did. Against? I
2: did want to know what the motivation for Walter was. I mean, as right. He, even why does he want to take the tower? Why down, does Walter other than he's want to destroy evil? the universe? Why does he want to bring in all these monsters? Right. That I walked out of the theater still not knowing. We don't. We don't so have. That, we don't I would have antagonist have motive. motive. I would have given it a higher. Except yeah. Yeah. I, I stopped at seven because of that.
0: Okay, I'm definitely at a. And I'm kind of teetering here Yeah the, the and, story. The, and
1: the and for me the ending like hey I know your mom just died like 12 hours ago but do you want to take off leave earth and like come wander this random planet that's mostly desert and jungle with like that one town that I never go to with me <laughs> did you want to do that okay
2: but seriously I mean there didn't seem to be anything left for the kid and I, I really did feel for the kid that he'd lost his mother and he'd already lost his father and now his mother was dead and the was uh, dead too I, mean, I, I that's also not... felt I also felt that since they didn't show the mother's actual death who by the way was plagued with the, by the same Actress who plays Lagatha on Vikings. <gasps> yeah, it's uh, Lori Chambers. I glanced up at her and I was like, oh my God, that's Lagatha. Okay, um, besides that though, uh, th- I really felt like the child was—he uh, was—he was a wash. He was completely a mess that he didn't have. But this—but yeah. this gunslinger was the closest thing to a father figure because that stepdad was an Ugh, ass. What? Yeah. But um, this guy was actually someone who was willing to protect, but not fawn over. Right. And so I—I I thought that he really did a great job. And that—and that if the—if the boy was offered a place to go, a uh, uh, some semblance of, of familiarity, even as weird as it was. Yeah. I mean, the, don't
0: get me wrong. The state foster system is great and everything <laughs> <laughs> particularly in a spot like new york city where i'm sure they get oh, all of the sure. funding they need oh yeah, oh, yeah absolutely sure, sure i mean sure. to be fair if i could be clear here, if he just showed up right now and offered my 37 year old ass like sorry, do you want to come now. with me to midworld and become a gunslinger i'm like tell my wife and kids i'd love to
2: <laughs> if, if he shows up and asks me uh would you like to tour uh, 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 now uh, 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 uh.
0: okay all right <laughs> although <Wait>. agreed <laughs> but still I mean sorry. Sup. Just, anyway. anyway, yeah.
2: Uh, so, I mean Matthew McConaughey I mean but he just he was evil for no reason. Yeah. And uh, that th-
1: okay, with no and explanation. And I'm sure it does
0: explain it in the book. Let's let's focus more than I, th- I
1: think I think 6. I think I'm sticking with my 6 here.
0: Okay. And I'm a solid six. I don't know if I can come up to a seven on it.
1: I can't go down. I'm I'm really
2: solid with my seven.
0: Okay. I'm afraid you're out you're outvoted on this All one right. though. So be it. So we're gonna go a seven. We're gonna give it a six to plot. Okay. Uh let's talk characters and I'll start this one off. I gotta tell you, I was very happy here. I'm going a solid nine. Ooh. So uh where are you going, Jay?
2: Oh I absolu- absolutely nine.
0: Nine. And uh where'd you land? Well
1: I was at an eight.
0: You're at an eight. Okay. So let's talk <laughs> so let's talk through what's working and what's not working. Um the so we have a bunch of characters but only three that effectively matter yeah. uh for all intents and purposes so tom taylor uh plays jake chambers who is the kid the main you know the the, the main child there our our uh our vehicle uh for the audience into this world and then uh idris elba plays Ro- roland deschain or the gunslinger here and matthew mcconaughey uh plays the man in black whose name they they say his name is walter at some point in the books you know that his full name is walter padkick but walter or the man in black um, the kid's the weakest of the three. But and, that's, that's not, and that's not that's, saying much. Right, right, right. right, right. Yeah, like, like when you're standing next to Matthew McConaughey and Andrew Selma,
2: <laughs> And look, you can still stand next to Matthew McConaughey and Andrew Right. Just, he, right. Didn't,
0: he did not. I mean, it's a child actor, so you're always worried. But uh, he didn't detract. He
1: wasn't obnoxious.
0: He wasn't obnoxious. He was. I know you're
2: not old enough to remember W. C. Fields, but he was an ancient actor back from vaudeville days, and his quote was, "Never act with children or animals;
0: they steal the show." (laughs) (laughs) They did. He did not. I'm gonna tell you right now. He didn't. didn't. No. Um, So that was. I. I, But I thought Matthew McConaughey as the man in black was phenomenal.
1: Uh, uh, Just incredible. Yeah. Incredible. His character was written kind of poorly, but his, I mean, his acting I, I don't know, I have to chime amazing. in here. I,
2: I was, I was still, I'm still kind of hung up on the fact that I didn't know why he was so evil. They didn't give me right. any motivation for him whatsoever. But so that I belongs
0: kind of, under story and pacing, not under character.
2: Well, no, not story and pacing, because this is identification of characterization. This tells me why he wanted to be that way. Mm. This was a character flaw. It is. Your big dad
1: doesn't have a motive.
2: For, 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 right. his, and, and you know, I'm, I'm in love with Matthew McConaughey, have it been since, uh, since, uh, Rain of Fire,
0: oh that, uh, that! Let me tell you what. I'm going to pause right there, geeks. If you're looking for a random ass movie that you probably have never seen but will absolutely freaking love, there is a movie called Rain of Fire, R e i g n. And the basic idea here is that Matthew McConaughey is like this post-apocalyptic world where dragons showed up Warrior. and destroyed everything. And he plays this, he and this group of warriors uh, go out. Their average lifespan is seven seconds as they go out to go fight dragons. <laughs> like it is. It's it,
2: an. Awesome movie, but it's from Britain, isn't it? It's an English
0: movie. I don't know. It's just it's weird. It's real good. It is. It's it is just amazing. weird off the wall. Okay, so anyway, I've anyway, been in,
2: I've been in love with Matthew since I mean even before that, but at least since then. And um he has a he has a way of bringing a character to life, and you really feel his character. This guy, I mean, he when he walked by that little girl and looked down at her as she was talking to her mommy and said hate and walked by. Was so cold. It I was. was really looking forward to seeing where this character was going, but it never told me why he wanted yeah. everybody to die. And if That's I had gotten at least this much, I'd have given it a 10.
0: That's true. I guess I blame the writing for that. Yeah. Um. I, I think that, to me, Matthew manages to... I'm going to call him Matthew. Uh, <laughs> Matthew manages to choose scenery in all of the best ways. Yeah. Um, like, he actually reminds me, not to jump into Aims on Thrones, he actually reminds me a little bit of Littlefinger, the way he just, like, <laughs> leans no, on the No, you take that back. You take that smirks,
1: back right now. No. And twirls his mustache. Exactly. <laughs>
0: but he does. He chews scenery in the best possible way. And <laughs> the most, and the casual evil is just. Yeah,
1: just the. Stop
2: exactly. breathing. Like, Stop right. breathing. Just and the. Hate. Like, and
0: hate. Yeah. It, it, it really. There was no maniacal laughing. There was other. no Right. Like
1: that, let me ask. Can we talk about how effed up that scene was, by the way? Right. One, I'm sorry. When he when he tells the two his little
0: two minions what,
1: are they monkeys with people? Just minions. Skin? Like, just go with minions. Okay. Oh, they're a rat face. Oh. Actually, rats. Oh, okay, so they're rat. People. There's a
0: term for them in the book, and I don't remember what it is. Now. I need so, to ask a
2: question about the book.
1: Th- so w- he when he, they come and inform him that the boy got away, and he's like, okay.
0: They're wait, sitting in the diner. We'll
1: go oh, find him. That scene. Yeah, and yeah, he okay. gets up to walk away, and just goes, now kill each other, and they do like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty pretty. Funny. Awesome.
0: Now, of course, that leads us back. That, that of course, leads me to think of Kilgrave from Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but with. But I. I hate to. David Tennant would have done a better job as the man in black. Oh, my God. He would
2: have done such a. I wouldn't even care what his motivation was. But, but, but anyway. Um, um, I did want to ask a question about the books, if it's okay, just to chime in for sure. Sure. T- uh, at the in one of the scenes, Matthew McConaughey is sitting at his desk, and he opens up a box, and he picks up after all this elaborate pace, uh, packing material and everything. And he picks up a, a bullet, but that
0: is that actually much the bullet right that he there. caught right
1: in the in the flashback.
2: Oh, okay. They didn't that that didn't seem well explained.
0: No, it wasn't. Okay. Um, but it is. It's the bullet. Did you yeah. see him catch when 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 he, when he was shot? Yeah, when, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Other characters here though. So so I think we're all in agreement that all three of them did. I mean, Tom Taylor, as Jake Chambers, did as good as he was going to be able to do. Mm -hmm. You can't fault him for not being on that level. Yeah. Um, So here's
1: here's my thing, is that you guys are giving this very, very high praise. And I'm giving it very high praise because I'm kind of like under the... the, the, the Spell. The Idris McConaughey glitter Mm -hmm. here. Because Mm -hmm. they were were incredible. They were phenomenal. There were some writing issues (sighs) with their characters in general, but not the way they acted them, not the way they portrayed their characters. But... But characters refers to more than just these three people and the only ones that we can talk about are these three people
0: well okay so that that's a fair point so let's take a look at some of the other ones you know here. what
1: i mean well and that's what i'm saying though is that they're not memorable the rest of the characters aren't memorable oh i disagree no i think, I think his
2: mother was fabulous the, the, right. his, his the, mother was good Laurie, thought,
0: that, so that's Lori chambers as uh, i'm sorry Laurie, catherine winnick as uh, Lori uh, chambers yeah, yeah i thought she was really i also liked uh, uh i was glad
2: to see the stepdad die yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, the uh, Claudia Kim who played Ara. She oh, was she, was she was She was the seer. Yeah. That she was. I thought that was a, a pretty strong she character. She it
2: right to the point where uh, the all was the
0: Bernstein. Allstate guy always does a great job. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> Roland's father. <As>
1: Roland's father.
0: <laughs> every time I see that guy in anything, I want I want him to extend. Ex- and all of a sudden, you know, like you I kill with hands? my heart. <laughs> that's Allstate stand. You know what I mean? Like that. Are you in good
1: hands? Oh, man, that's incredible. Uh, that's because
2: he is really a good actor. He, yeah. he is. It he's is done,
0: fab- and, 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 he's and, done great that, work. That
1: he's going to be
2: pigeonholed at Allstate for the rest <laughs> of his, lo- his career. That's sad. Um,
0: and the other guy I thought did a pretty good job, although, again, not even close to what happens in the books. Uh, Jackie Earl Haley, who you may have seen uh, from Preacher. He is the guy in charge of the town. Oh, the that- uh, oh. He's been in a ton of other stuff, like a... He's been an actor from way back, Yeah, Uh, but he is the guy in charge of Keystone Earth. He's the guy running the club, uh, basically, that Roland goes, and he fights, and he ends up fighting Roland towards the end. He actually does, and he does a good job in everything he does, but he actually also did a real good job. Uh, Also, a shout-out quick to Fran Fran Kronz who played uh, Pimley. He was the guy from Dollhouse. If you've seen Dollhouse, he's the guy who runs... I'll have to go back and look at that. I'll watch the first season and stop. (laughs) No,
2: I mean, I watch watch the whole thing, unfortunately. Uh, But then uh, Joss Whedon
0: handed it... So there's... But I think he did... I think there's a couple notable places there. But you're right. None of them... None of them were carrying anything on this on their own.
2: Yeah. but the whole movie centered around these three characters. Uh, everybody else was just a side character, and and I understand that probably in the books they were main, you know, f- influences in the in the d- in the story development. But yeah. for the way this movie was put together and presented, the only real main characters were these three. Everybody else was just uh, ca- uh, su- uh, supporting. Right,
1: staff. and I. But I just think that, and, and, and books aside, again, movie movie strictly movie uh, on its own, they weren't. It just there, there I wasn't think, a lot of strong supporting.
0: I think I'm gonna ha- I'm think I'm sliding towards Liz on this one again. I think I'm coming down towards an eight. If I think about other things that we've given a nine and what a nine should look like, yeah. I don't know that this movie pulled off a nine even in characters. Now, if we're just looking at McConaughey and Elba, sure nine, Ten. no problem. <laughs> but if we but we have to even include even even with Tom Taylor's work as Jake Chambers, and then we have to consider the rest of the cast. I don't know. I don't know that we're a nine category yeah. here.
2: I'm beaten again, but no, I'm. I mean, I. It, I don't know how bad this is going to be, but I still want to stick to my nine. I understand that it's a, it's a, an, it's an eight is is accepted eight, right? Yeah, I'm it'd be an gonna,
0: eight. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I mean, I'll drop two and eight. I think. I think it was still great. I think that the the characters, eight is still a generous. Right. I think, okay. Yeah. I, I. I'll. Okay. All right. We're gonna go with an eight. there as our total. Uh, the technical aspect. So here we're talking about. This is where we get into uh, Jay's concerns around the score uh the cinematography the pay, uh, the uh the overall direction that yeah. kind of stuff so uh jay why don't you start us off what'd you give it this category seven give this one a 7 liz where'd you land seven seven i actually also gave it a 7 um i mean it was good but i don't it think it was
1: good you know what really got me you know what really got me huh the the fight scene where they go where they fly through the bus oh yes you you know how we are about bad cgi
0: yeah and yeah. that
1: was just
2: granted but there were that that was a but but there were so many really good ones like the uh, the guy the the monster that popped through the thinning was that what they called Thinny, it thinning yeah. the thinning uh was, uh was straight out of alien i mean what, in you, the, but in it the was so, it yeah
1: in, yeah or in it, the
0: it chases them through in the, the,
1: in the ancient structures yeah in the
2: ancient
0: yeah. structures the theme theme
2: of parks? the theme park but but it was if if it it wasn't focused on it didn't show the the movie didn't show the the actual monster for right. any length of time for you to get any idea but i the first thing i thought of was
1: alien now, oh my goodness now monster cgi is not where i have the issue because okay. monsters are are fictional and we have nothing to compare them to so a monster is a monster and th- well, that's of that, that's great where, okay, but, but, when that's you, exactly but when you start... Where I'm
2: going it. it's completely imaginary right. imaginary so you got to come up with something my
1: issue lies within the People CGI when they CGI humans in, in scenes where it's obviously impossible to get a stunt devil to come crashing through uh, a bus. Like,
2: I'm sorry, like uh, like like Daenerys riding a dragon. Yeah, yeah, that cut. <laughs> yeah.
0: So sorry. So and I'm gonna counterpoint you. Uh, I absolutely loved the direction and the cinematography around uh, Roland and, Re- and the guns.
1: Oh, that was loved. that was great. Every second of it.
0: Because you're right. I mean, if you take out his work with the guns this movie starts to on 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 this category mm-hmm, mm-hmm. starts to drop real quick yeah, but the I way they showed him speed loading the way they showed him All you know wh- whipping the gun around and catching the fall i mean it was it was really well done and it yeah. looked just realistic enough to was- be
2: I thought it was absolutely amazing. No, I mean, the I mean, whole like, thing.
0: like you'd almost think that. I mean, nobody could actually do that, well, but ca- you'd think it was close. Not. You know what but, I mean? But, like,
2: but I, I accepted that it was science fiction. That this character was somewhere from, you know, La La Land or whatever. Right. Okay, that's a different movie. <laughs> but um, it was still a, uh, a a really well done, well acted. Uh, movie and it was um the 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 way it was described was direction cinematography, special effects, and sound right and for me, the reason I gave it a seven the the biggest the worst thing about it was the sound right. it could have been just my theater I, i'm I, I'm accepting that, but I thought the cinema cinema say it for me again. Cinematography. Thank you. That one. Today's word. <laughs> I thought that was. I was impressed with all of it. the The gunslinger that was. was amazing with the bullets and the uh, and and the quote that he and the Allstate man um, yeah. did the together. Creed, the gun, th- the gunslinger that you forgot that he forgot his father's face. That oh yeah, he so forgot good. the face of your father. Yeah, just really. That,
0: that by the way is Dennis Haysbert uh, who played Stephen Deschain, his father. Okay. Um, the yeah. So I think for me, I think yeah. The, what took away from it, there was some CGI issues that i didn't love there was some sound issues that i also heard but um overall yeah. it did a really good job and then bad. the effects and the way they treated the gun because it would have been really simple to do the matrix to, to matrix that right sure you know to overly slow it all down and exactly to do whatever they else. didn't
2: go slow-mo i mean you just had to know that or- especially when oh i love the scene the first time when he's loading his gun and the kid is watching him in awe
0: where he's like right <laughs>
2: Boom, boom, yeah. boom. And once again... What's what's
1: the what's the movie with the, the guy that can curve the bullets? Uh, the Spin the but bullets.
0: What was that the, movie? Uh, wanted?
1: The Yeah. The Wanted. I wanted, think it was wanted, wanted. Just Wanted. Okay. I'm really glad that they didn't do that. Right. Well, because this is what I was <laughs> waiting for, too. And Sure, it. sure,
2: sure. You saw it did it. go straight. It wasn't yeah. some right. magic on it. Yeah. Magics. And
0: you, you see this all the time. Uh, uh, you saw this all throughout the previews. But the scene where Roland is sa- saves the boy as he's getting drug off and yeah. he shoots through the whatever else... And you see him focus and he fires. In most movies, we would have followed the bullet.
1: Right. True, true.
0: And here they didn't. They just they, showed where, where the, the bullet, bullet went. went.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was good. That
0: right there was worth a full point for me. Right now, but right, right. just, just so, that. So you're gonna so, you're okay, jo- okay. so we're landing on a seven overall. Okay. Yeah. Okay, last part is just the overall enjoyment. Liz, you get to open up.
1: I gave it an eight. Did you? I did.
0: So you didn't read that much of the books. <laughs> All right. uh, we said
2: we were judging this separate from the. books. You, you
0: absolutely are. Jay, where'd you land?
2: Uh, no other words right now.
0: Nine. Okay, now here's the thing. I'm going to fight you guys on this one, uh, but I'm at a seven.
1: Okay. Oh, I will fight you on this. Well, thing. why don't you tell us why?
0: Um, it does have to do with the books, and here's the thing. I uh, will. Unfair. I will. I will remove the books from every other category we've got, and I feel like I did. But when it comes to the overall enjoyment, I—the reason that this made this was this has been—we've been talking about the Dark Tower since it we first. I mean, as long as we first got word on it, we've been yeah. covering it for geek's sake over a long period of time. And if you're going to call it the Dark Tower,
1: it better be the Dark Tower. Then, it,
0: damn it, it needs to be the Dark Tower. You can't, you can't just just defecate on the source material. <laughs> and expect me to be thrilled with it. Hollywood
2: does that all the time.
0: I know, and I'm never happy with it. Uh, But this one just... There were so many things. They used... This is what I think took me out of it more than anything else. I mean, yes, there was a bunch of pieces and parts where they just were annoying here, but the... uh, in the back of, of Roland's pack, as he's carrying it along, you'll notice it looked like a muffler sticking out the back of his backpack. I don't know if you guys caught this or not. It looks like a muffler sticking out the back. There's a big pipe or something yeah. hanging out. That uh, is the Horn of Eld. And it is this incredibly important and mythic piece of the story that has barely been explained in the main series, and the main books. Yeah. Um, and they have it sitting there as an Easter egg. Here's the thing. An Easter egg can work. But not when you're busy defecating in the source material. <laughs> Instead, it was ju- that I, sc- I sat there and looked at what that was, and it was just like a middle finger bouncing around in his backpack. Yeah, the entire damn time, reminding me of all the things that this story could have done. Right, all the things this story could have been. So that, th- and there was a hundred other little ones like that. Otherwise, you know, if you're gonna notice the the ancient structure with Pennywise, which was a reference to it.
1: Yep. 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 Uh,
0: and there was a whole bunch of this. I mean. I mean there al- were
1: a lot of Stephen King easter eggs.
2: Right. And and, and even previews in the movie was about the uh, the new It coming out.
0: Yeah. Right. We uh, and so a lot of this even I mean even when you read the book, in order to really read and appreciate what's going on in The Dark Tower, you kind of have to read a few other pieces first. You're supposed I mean you really need to read The Stand. Uh and there's uh, at least one or two other stories that I think you're supposed to read, the one with the vampires and the preacher. His second book out ever, whose name I don't Remember
1: vampires and the preacher. I don't even.
0: It's the second book that he ever published, and now I can't read Salem's Lot. There we go. Um, so, help it. it's so, weird. It's like
1: we. It's almost like we have these machines in front of <laughs> us that could tell us whatever information. That's we why wanted the to brain know. still works <laughs>
2: faster.
0: Salem's. Sometimes. Well, I mean, there's a and there's a bunch of. Them. As a matter of fact, at the back of the books, you can actually see all of the list of Stephen King's books, which is pretty common. Yeah. And then it will highlight which ones are referenced in it. So a lot of this is really Stephen King. I mean, there's a lot of him just kind of showing off and things okay as
2: much as i've been adamant about well it's not about all all about the books that were written i have to give you that because i didn't know what that pipe was i did notice the pipe and i didn't know what it was and i was hoping that somebody would explain it to me at some point but i didn't you know but by the time i got out of movie theater i didn't care yeah i think you're absolutely right in that regard i give you full credit for that the um, if they're going to go ahead and do something so blatant, so outrageously over the top reference of the books that's trying to bring in the people that have been reading this series for that long and then just disregard some of the more important pieces okay I, that just dropped my uh, overall enjoyment down to an 8
1: see and and she brings that up and now and now I can't separate the books from the movies because if you think about it in that sense this is this is a series that's been written over almost a 20 year span more God than a twenty years 30. Fan. 30 years, 30 years. How old am I? What year is it? <laughs> Where are we right now? Actually,
0: thirty-five. We we talked, we discussed this. 82? The first book came Do out math, in Eighty-two. Do math, because I can't. Thirty-five years.
1: So and so, there's people that have been such fans for such a long time and have been reading this for such a long time, and I just feel like this movie was a disservice. Uh, it granted, fans.
2: granted. As a as a writer, I probably would be more than a little annoyed if I my, mean, if my imagine, story had been so bastardized. Yeah. I
0: know, I know, Jay, that you're a, a huge fan, like I am, of the Wheel of Time series. <gasps> can, and, we, can we ever talk about Robert Jordan? Oh God, oh, God yeah. I'm
2: such so, an expert. So I mean,
0: but can you imagine a, a can you imagine a Wheel of Time series in which it was one movie, they left out Perrin and ran Ked around the whole the Horn of Valir and never once blew it? <sighs> like,
2: yeah, that would. That would annoy me.
0: That would tremendously. I mean, that's what because yeah. I, I that that's that's where it's. But again,
2: for me. again, this is Hollywood we're talking about. We're not talking right. about libraries. We're not talking about Stephen King's body of work. We're talking about Hollywood. And as someone who paid twelve bucks, whatever it was, that to, to get into the movie and sit in a chair and just be taken away by the uh, by the it's sheer imagery and the fabulous care of the fabulous actors. I thought it really did itself justice, but that is saying something from someone who has never read the books
0: well, and I think and I'm willing to meet you in the middle here if you're willing to come down to an eight, I'm willing to slide up to an eight for the sake of it. you've dropped on a couple on a couple other levels for us. I'm willing to come up to an eight if that if if you're comfortable with that i
2: I, I really do i I feel like overall enjoyment because I did get my dollar my bucks worth you know i got a, sure. I got enough bang for my buck that I was entertained overall enjoyment without without being a reader without being you know in in that category of people I would still give it an 8.
1: See and and ugh. Now I have I have an issue and I understand that the gunslinger is supposed to be so great at what he does and and blah blah blah. Now we've been trying for how long to take down the Dark Tower with the minds of children, mm-hmm. literally sucking the minds out of children and and their screams or their horror or whatever it is that because we don't even explain what we're doing to their minds to the right. down shine the, tower. The, the shine the shine I, I'm gonna give we're it that using much, the that shine under,
2: it, but but I, I I guess that was the psychic abilities yeah, yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, the but abilities.
1: how and why how and why are we channeling that I'd like a little bit more information on that and then and I get it, the gunslinger he's great he's awesome whatever it takes one bullet. Yeah. to take down that entire machine. Just oh, yeah. one yeah, that one was, shot. That was hilarious. I mean, I was, You even leaned into me scene. and you were like, man, that's some shitty construction. That's <laughs> a, yeah. That is some
0: terrible structural engineering.
2: <laughs> I figured that there must be some type of
1: psychic
2: quantum ooze that <laughs> if highly flammable or something. Uh, that was hilarious. Uh, yeah. I will admit I laughed trope. at that It's scene. such a trope to it me. me. Was, Just like right. That was. The one shot, one kill. But still, Ooh. But still, for for, for 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 explosions and 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 the enjoyment of just sitting back and watching. And That's not being, true, and not being you know our actually, Michael Bay factor. But, yeah, we have the Bay Michael Bay, Bay factor. factor. Uh, that still, I I still felt that that was uh, somewhat enjoyable as a as a moviegoer. Yeah, I I get that it was.
1: It was triumphant it, for sure. It was it was right. very cliche.
0: So to wrap this up here, uh, I did the quick math here, and by our totals, our total score was a thirty six. Okay. Which I got to tell you, I'm. Pretty happy with. I think thirty six. I'm comfortable with as a final score. My in the movie. overall
2: score was forty, so I'm happy.
0: Yeah, I think I think this was. I think we landed pretty close here. Um, and then we're going to go into our B roll. Before we do, there's one other thing that I'm just going to comment on real quick on behalf of, for geek's sake. Uh, there was a lot of stuff around Idris Elba being cast as Roland Chain because Roland Chain uh, in the books is very clearly a white guy. He's Why is like it clearly white guy? Uh, because there's an
1: illustration on the oh well the that cover. Makes it. Well, there, there was
0: there's that, and he was I mean he's described as 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 tall and gaunt and paled skin with okay. and and they specifically spend a lot of the book repeatedly talking about his blue eyes and how his blue eyes ah. would unsettle people and his blue eyes like. Like death, and they do all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Yeah, there's so a lot of White people really, really, really <laughs> right? upset about uh, them casting Idris Elba as a you know a black man in this role, and they felt it was very unfair and unfair to the source material. Stephen King, when it came out, and said he was perfectly fine with it. Uh, so, to those of you who are really, really angry about that, on behalf of for geek's sake, I just want to be very clear and say, no one gives a shit. Get over it. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's move on to our B roll. The
1: worst. Everyone that's racist.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, I wouldn't even go so far as to call this racist because that's again, comes to the purity of the writer. I've sure. Read, I've written a story... That, however,
0: is not nearly as... That, that is far from the most egregious thing they did to the source material. Uh, granted,
2: right Granted, granted. Uh, as a writer, though, cre- I've created characters that... I feel like um like like for instance Sam is a female she's uh, she's uh, she's blah 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 I won't buy, I won't I won't pitch my own work but if someone came out and we, and have, made a, s- we, we have a segment and, we made have that, and made Sam a male I think I would definitely be upset about that but making her making her black cool I yeah. I don't think I would have a hard time making Sam black at Well all. Sam is
0: Sam actually in your and st- and the McShane series Sam is a lesbian right Right So, well, so uh, she, you do she's a, bisexual Oh she's bisexual Yes. okay yeah I feel like making her a man might kind of throw off the well, well, still, she's a
2: bisexual, but it's a she, she's a female, and it's a very important part of the plot. I'm sorry, but so if someone comes along to Steve, with Stephen King and he says it's cool, then I can go along with that. You know, right, you, exactly.
0: You know, yeah. So let's get into our uh, B roll here. Uh, there is a new app out called Sa- Sarah-ha. Sarah-ha. Sarah-ha?
1: Sarah. Sarah.
3: Sarah.
0: Sarah. 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 <laughs> Sarah.
3: Sarah. <laughs> oh, time is, uh...
0: That's Starship, right? That's Starship? It is. Aha! Boom. What'd Very I do? Good. What'd I do? What'd I do? Uh, so there's this new app called, uh, it's Sarah with an H, but then an A ah after it. And I want to uh. apologize to any Middle Eastern, not just like, like literally <laughs> anyone who is been near the Middle East before, uh, because the app was actually originally created and uh, founded by a group in the Middle East, and I'm sure that there is a proper way to pronounce. Sarah, but, 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 but
2: you're, you're going to give more information. Than I'm that. Telling, I am. I'm telling okay. you, it's, but just it's as far Saraha. as the name is
0: concerned, yeah. uh, Saraha is probably sure. I'm going to I'm going to pronounce it Sarah. <laughs> Saraha, Sahar.
2: Some some girls named Sarah, Sarah huh? will put an H at the end of their name or not. Uh, right. And, and
0: well, this so is just putting an H A H at the end of your name. Uh, Sarah, huh. Sarah. 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 Huh? Anyway, maybe that's not the point. it's
1: just Sarah.
0: Oh, oh that's like much that. prettier. I think you're probably Sarah. closest
3: if you happen hey, to know. Sarah. That's,
0: That's, different. Different. That's, That's different. different. That's, That's different. different. That's with the C. Okay, sorry. Uh, If any of our listeners know how to properly pronounce this, please let us know in Twitter or Facebook so that we can uh, do a ha ha. We're all dumb next week. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, Sarah ha. We're all dumb.
0: <laughs> Sarah uh, ha ha ha. Anyway, so here's what the app does. This is the so if you have uh, if you've looked around and you've looked seen anonymous Facebook messages. Oh, sorry, anonymous messages on the internet and thought to yourself. I would just love an opportunity for them to be directed at me specifically all of the time wherever <laughs> I go. Great news, we have the app for you. Woo! So the, basically, the way this goes is you create an account here, you get a user ID, you give that user ID out to the general public, and then people can anonymously message you just whenever they want. <laughs> uh, what? No. See, wrong?
1: now I had uh, so you know how LiveJournal was was very popular. Oh yeah. Uh, so I had a dead journal because I was very dark and
0: oh my god wait wait <laughs> time stop everything no wait no stop everything you had is that actually a thing
1: it's actually a thing like
0: deadjournal.com yes like livejournal.com was a big thing yes and they made deadjournal.com yes and you had a deadjournal.com account yes did this come with a free uh hawthorne heights album <laughs>
1: Uh no, actually prerequisites for signing up for your account was you already had to know the entire Hawthorne Heights discography. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, okay. As long as there was there somewhere.
1: Oh, which I did. Um yeah, and my deadjournal.com. Holy
0: shit, my, that is the
1: My screen name was lowercase x big x lowercase x sullen girl lowercase x big x lowercase. <laughs> x.
2: So you were double triple x.
0: Oh yeah. my lord, that is
1: Anyway, the point being is that I po- you, po- you would post the link to your live journal or dead journal on your instant messenger profile, and you didn't have to have an account to go on and comment on these things. Right. And so I was not popular in middle school, and so my dead journal was just riddled with bullying comments with, no, with t- complete right. anonymity. So this well, has already existed. Oh, no.
0: This has existed for a long time. But what's been missing from horrific, uh, anonymous fa- uh, internet comments is that you didn't have a way to know that they were targeting you and to get a notification whenever somebody wanted to do that. Right. So this allows all of the invasiveness of Facebook Messenger, but with the complete anonymity so that you know that you're being personally targeted and attacked.
1: You suck. I hate your guts. Right. Die, woman. Die. Well, I don't. Why don't
0: you go kill yourself? Like really, all of the joy of being targeted by Gamergate, with none of the possibilities of tracking them down ever. Right. So, but the
2: original intent of this particular app was the uh, the 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 Saudi man who created the app was was working in a major corporation in Saudi Arabia. Right. And he wanted to give an opportunity to the people without voice that were afraid to come forward about whatever whistleblower type thing. And would would be able to comment on this without repercussions? Right. It was. It
1: was and like glass it was door. It was, a, it was. I was, was, was going to say. Very it was much rate gra- your boss. Yeah.
2: It, it was a great idea, but then he took. He decided to take it out of out of house and and make it you know a wide and make it personal. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> because so that uh, might to where it turn left. Well, and I mean, I think I think you know right? his his mm-hmm. dedication towards upping the teen suicide rate. <laughs> uh, while effective, may not be the most noble.
2: But in all, but in fairness to him, I don't think that's what his designed intent was.
0: I'm sure that wasn't his goal. Right? But, you know, all things but can be this, bastardized. This, this, this Saudi gentleman has clearly never been to the United States.
1: Unfortunately, people are awful. The, the long and short people of it is, suck. people are kind of awful no, all, all the way around. Yeah. And bastard coated
0: bastards with a bastard filling. Yes. <laughs> uh, so don't
2: this, talk about Jon Snow
0: like that. Uh, okay. So I uh, created a, an account on uh, Sarah. yeah I did and I posted the link on our Facebook page so that people can anonymously comment on me
1: Um,
0: (laughs) and so far so I did that this afternoon both of you put your phones down (laughs) I'll know it's you Um, will you well, you'll, you'll probably sign it at the bottom because you want me to know it's you. So, yes. But so so far, I've gotten literally one message. So far. I just did it a couple hours ago. I got one message, and it literally said, this was a really bad idea. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only comment.
1: Bully. <laughs> Put that on Al's headstone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this was a really bad idea.
0: Yeah. That's oh, actually... so many times for so long. You know what's weird? That's also what my wife wrote on our marriage certificate. <laughs> This was a really bad idea. There was no room for that. She just wrote it above where she signed. Um, I don't know. She also sometimes will write it in the mirror so that when <laughs> I shower, and I think it'll still show up again.
2: This Showering is really though, was always idea. a good idea. That
0: wasn't what she was talking about. Right. Uh, no, no, no. no, 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 She's been very clear in letting me know she's referring to our marriage. Anyway, <laughs> the um, the the that's the app here. So I'm going to get unfortunately serious on you with you guys for just a second here. Uh, and regarding all of this crap, um, first of all, I just want to be very clear. This is a terrible idea.
1: The, just the worst.
0: Um, and, and here's the thing. Uh, a study of national trends in depression among adolescents and young adults published in the journal Pediatrics on November 14th, this is of last year, found that the prevalence of teens who report an MDE or major depressive episode in the previous 12 months jumped from 8.7 and 0.5 to 11.5 in 2014. So that is a substantial jump it's a thirty seven percent increase, and they define an m d e just as you're so're on the same page as a period of at least two weeks of low mood that is present in most situations. Symptoms include low self esteem loss of interest in normally enjoyable activities, problems with sleep, energy, and concentration. So you can read about this in much more details off of there was a time article that came out the name you can find online in its entirety there's no paywall or anything. And it's uh, there's a startling increase in major depression among teens in the U.S., is the name of the article. Uh, there's also uh, a time issue that came out so long ago called The Kids Are Not All Right. Yeah. It um, was a cover story that they kind of covered here. Here's the thing. Um, I'm 37. My kids are still too young. They have a Facebook page, but only because I created them one because I assume most people don't want to deal with pictures of my kids all the time. But uh, if you've got adolescents, if you've got anything over the age of about nine, if you have anything that you've handed a smartphone to – Um, do them a favor, delete this app. If it's on there, delete this damn app. I've worked with, uh, we don't get into a whole lot of backstories because I assume most of you guys don't care, but in this particular instance, I'll tell you that I've got about 15 to 20 years worth of working with young people. i hold a master's in educational leadership. I've been doing this for a very long time, working with everything from like literally six-month-olds to 30-year-olds, and that is literally, not figuratively, literally, done this for a very long time, but most of my time has been with teenagers. And I'm going to tell you right now, the shit that goes down online is unlike anything our it's, generation ever conceived of.
1: It's awful. And I've, and I and I know we joked about my, my whole my whole dead journal account, but it really was like I really was horribly bullied as a teenager to the point where I took the account down because it was awful. And 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 I'm I'm almost thirty now and some of those things they, they stick with you. You think about it every once in a while and you're like, someone said that to me once and that was really awful.
0: Well and this is the thing too, is I also was horrifically bullied and to be fair, if you're going to be four foot two uh, and an, like 87 pounds with thick glasses and a big mouth, you're kind of asking for it. <laughs> and I get that. But here's the deal. As much as I got borderline tortured at school, when I got home, it was all gone. Yeah. It couldn't follow me home. When you have the social media stuff that goes through, this shit now follows you home. And the more time you're spending on your phone, the better the chance that you're going to see this stuff. Yeah. Now, I say this as a guy who, with two young children, have no restrictions on screen time. My kids get to use the iPad whenever I want them to because I don't want to deal with them anymore. <laughs> uh, and I, but I do keep an eye on what they watch. And you can use screen time to be incredibly beneficial. My eldest is actually smarter than I am and is <laughs> learning things at an accelerated rate. And I, and I honestly credit his iPad for a lot of that. Yeah, But... You damn well better believe that while I may not set a timer before I hand him his iPad, I do in fact keep a sharp eye on what he's watching and what he's consuming and where that content is. And parents or people who, friends that are parents, -parents, non-parents, if you're a non-parent, let me tell you what, your parents love when you tell them what to do with their kids. So just go (laughs) ahead and feel free to just get really, really abrasive with it. Um, Apps like this are dangerous. This shit will literally be a direct line from apps like this to teen suicide, straight line. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. So I'm going to start this up because I know what's online, and I don't care what anybody has to say about me. I know I'm sexy, so uh, <laughs> I don't. My oh. wife also writes that on the mirror. It's a it's a dysfunctional marriage. The point here is um, this stuff is serious, though, and and I encourage you guys keep an eye out for stuff like this. I remember. To tell one brief example, on Facebook when I was working with some middle school students, I found a Facebook page that was uh, dedicated towards putting up pictures of girls from the school. One of the middle schoolers that started a Facebook page here, he would take pictures of girls off of their Facebook page, put it up on this Facebook page which was available for public consumption, and invite everybody to choose whether they would fuck, kill, or marry this girl. Yeah. And the comments that went underneath it, were horrific. Well, and when I I... contacted the principal of the school and explained this problem to them, working with these teens outside of the school capacity, the principal's response was, "Well, I mean, we can take that one down, but there's hundreds of them at the school."
1: Yeah, I mean, think about back on like the instant messenger days, and I'm talking like middle school into high school when I was using this. Uh, you know, just chatting with your friends online after school, there was literally a section called Hot or Not where you could post a picture of yourself and and a bunch of people did this and they rated you on a scale of 1 to 10. Right. Teenagers. Young teenagers. And this is back in the late 90s, early 2000s. And and this is before Tinder was a thing and before before all of these dating apps okay, were a thing and gra- the swipe right or no or whatever uh, was a thing.
2: Grandma Geek can chime in here for just a second. Um and I understand the prolific and the and the horrific comments that are and the and the devastating effect it can have on a human psyche, but it's nothing new. They have found a way, and and going home doesn't necessarily make it good either. Because I got followed home, and then my it doesn't matter. Um, it will follow you, it will haunt you, and it will scar your heart for life. This kind of thing, this Sahara, should be eliminated, but it won't be. This is the kind of thing that goes on between kids. Did you go to your mom and you talk to your mom? Did your mom was your mom able to do anything about it? Did you did you talk to your mom about it? Or I did. Parents, W- was she able to do something about it? it we did took she- my
0: account down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, there's the step in the right direction. Which and I think
0: is the same thing. With the same thing here. But did yeah? You know, well, and
1: that, I mean, and that's what that's that's what we're getting at here. That's what we're saying is that these things, it's, these it's, things need to not exist. It's a exist. catalyst
0: exactly. Well, and here's the thing, though. I don't think we can it's say that not they don't new. exist. It's no. Not new. no, 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 it's not but new. But it is a
2: catalyst. It, it, it's a right. continuation of 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 humility, of humiliating and, and and bullying, and and it's and
0: a pervasiveness, which I think is the main thing. I know the kids who bullied me in in middle school and into high school, and if I avoided them, then chances are I was going to be okay. You knew their faces. You knew who they were. Right, Right. and I knew, but this gives... Not always,
2: because sometimes you could write a note and drop it in someone's locker.
0: That's true. It was but still
2: the same. But it was brilliant. not as
1: easily, dropping a note in someone's locker is not as easily accessible Granted. as getting online and, and then then everybody seeing it. And a it. smartphone
0: yeah. in your pocket yeah. that is with you, you 24 Yeah, you are absolutely
2: hour. right there. Absolutely.
0: So Anyway, so that's it. So that, that that was what's going on. We've got to wrap this up because we've got Ames on Thrones coming up. But oh before my God, we do that... Guys. Holy crap, what an episode. Woo! So if you want Ames on Thrones, you can listen. If you're listening to this off via audio, you can just hang out after the music is done, and we'll be picking that up. We're
1: doing it live.
0: Uh, otherwise, we'll be live streaming on the YouTube account. So, But first, let's do some shameless plugs.
1: Wait, can we do Liz's mom really quick? Oh, i got to stop saying that. Can we do the Liz's mom bit really quick?
0: Yes, 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 uh, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Two Wi-Fi antennas got married last Saturday. The reception was fantastic.
0: Uh, <laughs> 20, 20, 20, $20 a month. $20 a okay, month. Thanks, Liz's Is <laughs> I, I think
2: that almost bears a repeat. No? All right.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> I hate puns. No, you, uh, don't. you love making them. Come right. on,
1: that one was a nerd pun, kind of. It was, was a tech pun. Hey, congratulations.
0: Shameless plugs Oh, I'm sorry. Good. We have one other brief thing here. We're going to cover this much more in depth later. I think but uh we 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 just got word off of a story that came through the pipe that uh, disney has announced that they're pulling their, oh, their 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 stuff off of netflix oh no so uh in 2019 so you got a couple of years but their all the disney stuff is off damn getting it disney pulled off oh, of right? netflix they're getting pulled off of netflix there's been a ton of news around netflix and so i really want to cover it a little bit later on so we're just going to leave it there for now but, um, but
2: Disney is Guys, I'm telling you, like, literally when,
1: when I can't think of anything else to watch on Netflix, I watch Hercules because it's like... I just watch Moana. It's I like go to Disney flicks right.
2: all the time. To- I love Disney flicks. It's, <sighs> it's a
1: fantastic
2: breakaway from... Uh, especially when I have... Uh, Oh, oh! I'm going to confess something. Especially when my grandkids are over. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have Netflix and Disney.
0: Yeah. Oh, I do. And I just, I just watch Moana just all the time. No, I live know.
1: alone. I watch Disney movies. I'm I, I'm not ashamed.
2: I'm so old enough to have the DVDs on my shelf behind me. So I have Moana and I have uh, those. But still, it's easier to go click, click, click. There you go. I'm out.
1: My, right. my father has all of the original VHS.
0: Ooh. Ooh I have a few of those. So have, if he has the original for Song of the South, he can make a boatload of money. No,
1: it's the one that we couldn't find. So yeah. I got the DVD.
0: Do Shameless plugs, shameless plugs. Uh, Jay, why don't you start us off? I'm
2: going to start off because my name is Jay. It's short for JL Mo. I write. If you would like to check me out on Facebook, it's at JLMo247. And my website is JLMo247.com. Tom.
0: All right, and you check out the, the McShane uh, Murder Mysteries. McShane series.
2: Murder Mysteries, yes, it's uh, uh, it's one of my favorites, and you, you need to. It's actually it. one of my favorites too. Thank you. It's uh, there's um, four books, and um, the fifth book is almost being ready to be published. I was going to say, gonna where's, gonna where's my number five? N- it's going to have a nasty turn. You're not going to like it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so these are five excited. chapter
0: short many short mysteries. Uh, mini mysteries. Uh, mini mysteries. Uh, they're actually, fantastic. The, the,
2: and the catch and the catch is uh, mini mysteries for grown-ups. Right. Uh, you remember gr- having many mysteries as kids, it, you know, being able to flip through a quick mystery, many mysteries for grown not not adults. That 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 kind of takes something That's different. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many mysteries for grown-ups.
0: Uh and that can be found on Kindle?
2: It can. It's e e-reader ex- ex- uh, exclusive exclusively Fantastic. to Amazon. Liz.
1: Uh I'm going to go ahead and shamelessly plug ESPN because they did something really cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you beat me re- to it. That
1: relates to Roller Derby. I didn't know you were doing a thing. I'm sorry. That's okay. No, do your thing. So ESPN, we didn't talk about it uh, th- th- previously on the show, but ESPN actually released ESPN8 The Ocho today for one day only. Was it yesterday? It Is was it, today. No,
0: no, no. It's not happening for a little Is while. Is it tomorrow? I thought, it was, I thought it was like the 24th or something. You can dodge like that. a wrench. You can dodge a ball. <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, big news for the roller derby community, though, because at 2 a.m. On a Tuesday, they're going to be showing the WTF, the WFTDA, which is the Women's Flat Track Derby Association World Championships, which is pretty cool. What, so on that what? note, I'm going to go ahead and shamelessly plug Orlando Roller Derby. We got a game coming up August 12th. And we got another game coming up on August twentieth, so come check us out. Can I
0: tell you the only thing that bugged me about this was there was no dodgeball listed <laughs> on there. <laughs>
1: there was no dodgeball listed on there. No, there was. There, I thought there was a dodgeball. I think. I think dodgeball was part of what they were calling the Moxie games.
0: Oh, is that what it is? Which okay. was like
1: kind of like a mishmash, which is like the probably the main. It's that airs at five p.m., which is probably. Like okay, the so that's main their pretty sure there was some the... type of dodgeball okay. on. Yeah. I also
0: wanted because uh, I've watched the movie entirely too many times. Uh, they show in the clips for ESPN 8, the Ocho, um, a squirrel water skiing. Yes. And that, damn it, I wanted to see a squirrel water skiing, and I saw nothing about that on the Ocho. Uh, all right, so I've got a couple, because I wasn't here last week, so i got a couple things here. First, King Arthur Legend of the Sword. This movie came out, did not do as well as it should have. I got to catch it on HBO, wherever it was. That was really good. Was
2: it King Arthur: Legend of the Sword
0: was freaking just a lot of fun. It's not like a good movie. Don't get me wrong, (laughs) but it is so much fun. It is action-packed. The The guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy.
1: Okay. Is that also the same guy that says one does not simply walk into morning? No. No, nope. that, that's someone different. That's
0: different. That's different. But he's, I mean, the movie itself is a lot of fun. Jude I love law, the, the previews. Whole thing. Yeah. It was so much fun. And I, if we had had more time, we would have reviewed it here, and I wish we would have because I would have given it. I mean, it's easily as good as The Dark Tower. I think it's a bit better. I had more fun watching it than The Dark Tower by a fair margin. So King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, this, this thing was really cool. Uh, next thing I want to mention was um, my long guy. I got a lawn guy and he did a really good job and he was like can you mention me on Facebook and I'm like I'll do you one better so uh, if you're in Castleberry and looking for a lawn guy uh, Daniel Pace with Pace Landscaping in Castleberry Daniel Pace P-A-C-E did a great job very very happy with him
2: it's hard Yay. to find a good lawn guy
0: it really is which is why I, my I get you I mean my kids were I, I was losing my youngest in the grass when he would go <laughs> outside so uh, yeah the raptors were really too much I should have <laughs> come before the raptors <laughs> moved in they were uh, unfortunately they I in my youngest and now there's a dead raptor in my yard. Oh, that's so, nice. Um, so, <laughs> hey, no, hey, bitch, knew what you was coming. Uh, <laughs> and the last thing I wanted to mention was uh, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. If you're a Final Fantasy fan, they've dropped a new uh, app on Android and iOS called Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. And if you're a fan of old school JRPGs like Final Fantasy III or Six, depending upon how you want to count these things, it's pretty good. It's not great. It's not the greatest Final Fantasy i have ever played. But if you're looking to scratch that itch, uh, it'll do the job quite well. So. Uh, that is going to do it for us. We want to say thank you so much to J.L. Mo. Make sure you check her out on Kindle. Uh, Please be do. fantastic. I uh, also want to say thank you to Liz, our wonderful co-host, as always. Elijah Leffel is our technical director. Our music comes to you courtesy of RoboRob. Uh, Robo-Rob. with, uh, with uh, 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 Thanks to The End Radio Network and Jose's Wayne Fort. Until next week, this is Al Sterling saying, you hired me from a newspaper ad. You think I come with su- with a superpower?
1: Hey everyone, thanks for sticking around after our episode for this.
0: Or joining us for the live stream.
1: Or joining us for the live stream, which we are currently doing right now. Or or watching again after after you watch the live stream. And then watching it again after you watch the live stream and you're currently watching the live stream right now while you're also watching the recording.
0: Or skipping the live stream entirely and just watching the recording.
1: Also that. If you didn't know we were live streaming. We're live streaming right now. But not right now if you're not listening to the live stream.
0: Oh god, I'm so confused. (laughs) My brain! My brain! Drink more. This episode brought to you in part by The Hideaway. <laughs> we just bought booze. Cheers, Hideaway. Mmm.
1: Okay, so. Oh, so my God. So many things happened. All right. We need to start off, and we need to revisit theories from last week. Okay. That are obviously not happening. Right. Now, this isn't a ha-ha, Liz is dumb, because theories. Which is theories, wrong, really. Okay, a theory is called a guess.
0: Yeah, I think we, we can't call everyone out for every theory they get wrong. But, but not theory be.
1: is an educated guess. Yes.
0: Right. This is just so, a guess.
1: So Arya ended up at Winterfell.
0: And I gotta tell you, I listened to, I didn't get, I was obviously not here last week, but I loved uh, producer Dan's theory.
1: Holy crap.
0: That she was going to turn back uh, south.
1: Okay, first of all, uh, that was my theory. Oh, that was yours? Thank yeah, you Dan's very much for oh. like paying attention.
0: I was only no, just half totally. listening, which, to I be saw, fair, is all I'm doing now.
1: I sound nothing like that. Well, here's my theory. I think Arya's going to... I always thought he sounded like, <laughs> he hey, said. everybody. Hey, everybody. That's how he
0: sounds to me. Is um, that wrong? So,
1: That's not quite accurate. No, my no? Okay. my theory was that Arya was going to turn back south, and clearly she didn't. Yet. 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 But we're, we, do, we do theories later. But Arya ended up at Winterfell, which... Discounted my theory of her just not ever going to Winterfell in the first place. Obviously, she went to Winterfell. She's there.
0: Also, so. your theory that this was a setup issue, a setup episode, I'm going to say was not accurate.
1: Super, not a setup episode. I Although, was, however, nobody died. Nobody died. Nobody died. Nobody died.
0: And this you. is what I'm you So I know we don't we don't want to spend a whole lot of time talking about the books, but I just have to tell you. To and I mean we know all the spoilers, right? This is all clear here. Uh, if the, if. If Braun is alive, after, if he had does the exact same thing in the books that he did in the show, and he's at the, the scorpion thing when the dragon shoots fire and he jumps out of the way at the last minute, I will call bullshit, because George R. R. Martin would have roasted Braun oh, right there.
1: Like a shish kebab. I oh, yeah.
0: mean, I mean, yeah. So that's not and really I did, the...
2: I did enjoy the way they had some of the bodies that were complete ash while other bodies were still running around on fire. Oh, it right. seems like that would... Okay, you know, all right, okay. Okay, okay we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Sorry sorry, 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 sorry,
1: sorry, So ahead of ourselves because, okay, you know how we do like a beat by beat of the episode? So I have a full episode breakdown and then I have a full breakdown of just that scene alone. So take it away, Liz. Buckle up, buckaroos. Ooh. Oh, I just ripped my notes. <laughs> Too aggressive. <laughs> aggressive page. <start. laughs> Doesn't anyone have a roll of tape?
0: <laughs> All right. I'm going to put some tape over the death button. You know what
1: they say about live television. <laughs> uh, anyway. No.
0: I, I don't know what they say All right. So let's start off. Live television.
1: Scene one of episode four. Jamie and
0: Bron. Yay, Bron's back.
1: Yay, Bron's back. We love Bron, everyone. <laughs> so we ended last week with the death of... Lady Elena Tyrell which was very sad. The saltiest. The saltiest, the most savage. She was my she was one of my favorite. The most savage period. of all of the of it all is. Of the characters. she was so cool.
0: So I have maintained for a long time that the uh that I have enjoyed I enjoyed the show more than the books. And I think Lady Elena is probably about 20 to 30% of the reason that I enjoy like just just this one character in the books she is not a major character at all. Uh, she, no,
2: But the actress not.
1: carried it so well, she became... Uh, incredible. She's I,
0: phenomenal.
1: She made that character. She made that character. Seriously,
0: if we could... Ju- I would watch a series of just her and Lady Mormont just talking. Right. Just the two of them. I don't even care what they're talking about. They could be literally discussing, like, I don't know, how do you like to make bread? And just go back and forth for days on it. I still would watch every second of I that. I
1: still really miss uh, th- the fact that we missed the opportunity to get the, the Tyrion and Bronn buddy cup spinoff series going.
0: That also would have been...
1: That would have been super great.
0: Oh, yeah. So, anyway.
1: All right. So, Jamie and Bronn and the rest of the Lannisters are marching away from Highgarden after they've just overtaken the castle. They've taken all the gold. So, we know that they're leaving with the with the gold, with the money to go pay back the Iron Bank. Right. Because the Lannisters are in super debt. The most amount of debt.
0: Or they they were.
1: They were. They're not anymore. Well, thanks to Highgarden. Thanks mm. to Highgarden. Right. And, and, murder.
0: and murder. And murder. Don't and forget murder.
1: murder. Oh, yeah. Murder. Um, murder. Bron wants a castle. Jamie hands him a big old bag of gold and he's like, "Uh, eh, thanks, but I want a castle." Which Now I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pull the audience here. Now, didn't Bron get a castle?
0: No. He married the. I think he married like a minor noble's daughter. I don't even know if it was the eldest daughter. So he technically got the nobility thing going for him, but he doesn't have a castle yet. So
1: I feel like in the books, I recall. That he, does Bra- get a, that, he has a that castle. Bronn marries her and gets a castle. And right. I think that was kind of like in the books, that was the intention of like pushing Bronn off and like, okay, we're done with this character now. Right. So I think we have different intentions for Bronn in the show. But
0: Bronn, like Lady Olena. The is of, just amazing, the, the yeah, theme,
1: yeah. incredible. Versus, yeah. So, um, he basically asks for High Garden,
0: and you know what? Credit to Braun. absolutely. That's ballsy,
1: right?
2: I mean, roses and gold as an emblem. i like, I'd, I'd want the castle. Yeah, I take that castle. And
1: that's a pretty big castle, just yeah. like. On the table, I want this castle.
0: And isn't it the most classic rich guy response ever? Like, oh, you don't want that big, humongous, incredibly <laughs> famous castle. <laughs> you it's not believe worth the, the work. Upkeep.
1: Oh. Well, I mean, but here we see just a ton of obvious foreshadowing where Jamie sure. looks at Bronn and he says, you don't want this castle right now. Daenerys Targaryen could attack at any moment. Mm-hmm. So, dun dun dun.
2: dun, dun.
1: Ba, ba, ba. So. I didn't know
0: what the sound effect to go with that was. I think you guys got, ba, ba, just wanted ba, it. Ba. Yeah. I'm gonna go a little high pitch on. it.
1: Okay. Anyway, so yeah. the point. Anyway,
0: <laughs> The Aim of Thrones beatboxing section is, is <laughs> that's a later segment. <laughs> I didn't mean to jump ahead there. Go ahead. Uh,
1: so that's kind of all we get in scene one. I think it's just a lot of like, okay, we're leaving. We're picking up where we left off last episode, and then.
0: And Braun but, is still cool as hell. Braun
1: is still super cool. He
0: didn't get any lines in the last episode.
1: No, he didn't. He did not.
0: So I'm just like riding a horse.
1: Uh, then we jump over to the. Red but team. he looked
2: good riding a horse. Come on, I mean, he was Brawn.
1: He was brought on a horse. Mm-hmm. I'm on a horse. I'm right. Here's, here's the tickets me. to that thing you love. <laughs> you go a <laughs> the
0: tickets are now diamonds. diamonds. Anyway, uh <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. You were, you were, I'm going to keep riding my I'm horse over here. A little, here.
1: <laughs> um, so we, we little treat for those of you we watching were, on YouTube. Oh, my God. Please stop. <laughs> I would like to get to bed at a decent hour.
0: <laughs> That's what she said? No, go ahead.
1: <laughs> so we go to the Red Keep. And Cersei is sitting with the. We're just going to call him Banker. They don't give this guy a name.
2: But don't you love that it's the same guy that plays? Um. Uh. uh the, it's the same actor from Sherlock Holmes.
0: He played, yeah, Mycroft. Uh, yeah. yeah, Mycroft. Yes. Oh my. Can goodness, we just let's so just name him Mycroft? Okay.
1: So she's oh, sitting I with like Mycroft. Mycroft. Yeah. And um. Because
0: he's playing the same character. Just now, it, it worked is. for the Iron Bank. No, it yeah, worked right. for the Iron
1: Bank. Uh. And you know, nothing and he, like and Mycroft he's, from the books, and
0: by and the way. But that's okay. Right.
1: <laughs> and they're talking <laughs> about uh. War and, and her plans and banking and and ledgers and
0: it's all very <laughs> sexy and I think and I think this is in 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 the line of what we would normally expect from bankers whether it's the iron bank or uh, uh, J P Morgan um there's this whole like you owe us a lot of money and so we're going to make you miserable until you pay oh you've got the money would you like anything we have because everything we have is now yours now we that have, you have more money, money. Yeah.
2: we do we yeah. can we can loan you more
0: right well
1: but he even says that i mean they don't have the money yet she just keeps telling him that the money's on its way right and he says okay well you have our backing can when I, we get the money right can,
2: can i interject uh, or am i jumping too far ahead no, no, to well, find maybe. out where the where the loot train ended up oh the, yeah No, that's the, later okay sorry
1: that's later okay Tycho's of Iron
0: pink. <laughs> hey, we can actually see our. Oh uh... my God, the
1: live stream is working! Yay. yay, we can see your comments. Fantastic! Yay!
0: And yay. we see. Uh, it look, it looks like. Uh... we By the way, oh, we're all looking at this producer direction Dan.
2: because the the, the actual uh, display video is up there, so that's why we're all looking in that direction. Oh, we direction.
0: should
1: look at the camera like. Hey, yeah, we should. Go, hey, we can see your comments. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the comments. All right. So anyway, please go ahead. Anyway, uh, producer Dan's just jealous that he's not here drinking with us. Mm. calling us drunks. Anyway, so that was it. It's a very short scene with Cersei. So we'll jump ahead. Um,
0: (laughs) Keep going, keep going. Don't mind us. Yay, cheers. Cheers.
1: So um, then we go to what I'm now calling creepy stuff with Bran.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that's
1: that's all we're getting. Yeah, that... But he keeps saying that
2: he's that Bran is dead. Well, he didn't say it that way. Well, we
0: now we we find it out now in, in a, this episode. In
2: another show called Ozarks, there's a kid that has to have a new identity, and he says that that means his old identity is dead, and he didn't want his old identity to die, and that just came right up to the Game of Thrones with that his, Bran is dead. He's yeah. not Bran anymore. Brand it was just like, ooh something it's else. no longer brand it's a three eyed raven. oh, so-
0: I'm sorry, back up, I'm sorry, I just withre Tychos of Iron Bank, that's the actual character's name. want to thank, oh, uh
2: thank you, oh,
0: take us, thank Marco for uh letting us know that has okay, we'll no
2: we will no longer call him Mycroft. he is Tycos. thank you Can very we call much
1: him Tycroft no no no, no it's, it's,
0: we're gonna it call is, our names it it is anyway, Tychus. keep going okay,
1: okay. um. What is that, Bran is don't like...
2: Don't, you just do the episode breakdown. Keep, keep, but keep, this is keep, funny. Don't, no, no, don't, don't. Keep, anyway, keep going. So, your no- oh, this, this your is notes. shiny, shiny notes. things. See,
1: That's now stretching. we've lost the notes thanks to you. <laughs> keep going. Ah, This is why we can't have nice things. Okay, so we see Bran <laughs> sitting with Littlefinger. And Bran's doing his creepy Brand stuff with Littlefinger, where he's like, I'm going to quote something that you've previously said in the past to let you know that I know all the things that you say. So... He, he brings up the whole chaos as a ladder. But we, that
2: was a killer quote.
1: It was a killer quote and a killer, Absolutely. And a killer yeah. callback. Absolutely. Um, but I'm just I'm, ge- I'm getting a little tired of you, so Bran.
0: I think we need to expand on both of these points, though, because there's two really important things there's that happen very, in this scene. There's very big
1: things that happen in this scene. So, so Littlefinger brings back the dagger that we see in season one, the dagger that was meant to end Brand's life, the dagger that Littlefinger says that he lost in a bet, that he lost to Tyrion Lannister, right? So this, so we, th- you know, we thought for a long time that, or at least Catelyn of, of most people thought that Tyrion was the one that was, you know, that set the the assassin out to kill her son.
0: So we need to. Ba- I want to back up here just a little bit more, if okay. we can. So you know, we we know in season one because I, I I had to go back and research all of this because I had forgotten all about the stupid knife. Um, oh, th- in season it's one, a,
1: it's a it's a Valyrian steel dagger. Let's not call it a <laughs> stupid knife. It's a yellow.
2: Lair and Steel Daddy.
0: Right. So Jamie throws the kid out a window. Right. Uh, and he ends up in a coma.
1: The things I do for love.
0: And right, which is the quote when he tosses him out. And then uh, uh Bran is in a coma. While Bran's in a coma, a random they call him a cat's paw, but just a random like hoodlum type. Uh wearing a hoodie, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh <laughs> a
2: cloak. It's a cloak with a hood. It's it was a hood. So anyway, so he comes
0: breaking into the room to go to go murder him. Okay. Caitlin jumps into the uh, Catelyn, excuse me. Catelyn jumps up to, to stop him, and then Summer brands direwolf, eats him because you don't attack a boy who has a direwolf. That's just a really bad it's plan. A bad idea.
1: Right. And remember that she grabs the knife with right. her hand.
0: Right, and cuts her fingers almost to the bone. Yeah. So that's what starts us off. Now Nobody knew who threw, how Brand, everybody thought Brand just fell at the time. Nobody knew that it was Jamie who threw him out a window. So it is when they. Pushed. But whatever. Uh, so it is you – know, and, and, and I think Littlefinger makes the line that this this dagger started the War of the Five Kings, and that is absolutely accurate. Yeah. Because this is what drives Catelyn north. This is what causes her to arrest Jamie, which is what pro- – sorry, arrest Tyrion, which is what prompts Jamie to attack, which yep. is how Jamie gets arrested, which is how – I mean, all of it comes back to this damn dagger, and, and as you said, you're absolutely right – up to this point, the characters have believed that the dagger came from Tyrion, and that the most popular opinion among the characters was that Tyrion paid to have Bran killed. Right. Now, we as the audience, and this is what they call, what is the difference here when we talk about what the audience knows versus what the characters know? There's a literary term for this. But whatever it is, the we as the audience know that it almost certainly couldn't have been Tyrion, and most fan theories point, of course-
1: To Cersei. To Littlefinger. Oh, Why?
0: The chaos is a ladder thing. We see that because we already know that uh, uh, that 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 uh, Littlefinger had uh, Lady Aaron, Lisa Aaron, the the eerie, the place with the giant. For those of you who are not up to date, this is the Moon Door. The one he throws him out and he falls down to a very big place and yeah. all that stuff. Tyrion spent some time in prison there. Um, we know that Peter Baelish, or Littlefinger, convinced Lisa Aaron to murder her husband. Yeah. And that he did that to drive. And now, when they did that, that's what font drives Ned to discover the whole thing that Jamie and uh, right, and did, Cersei are the hooking scene up. Is
1: strong and the, and the and kids are not actually Baratheon.
0: Exactly. Or- so we discover all this stuff. He sets all this up because in this big speech that he makes to uh, Varys the the to Varus at, at later on. He says that chaos is a ladder, and from this chaos is where he will rise. So we know that he will very intentionally start all sorts of shit resulting in the deaths of thousands of people in order for him to be able to climb the ladder. So
1: you think Littlefinger is just dangling the dagger in front of Bran's face like absolutely mm, that part so maybe yeah. okay so i get okay this okay so, so, and I'm not, so when brand brings up the chaos is a ladder theory well that brings a whole new element to this entire scene because i took this as kind of a throwaway scene and then you see how uncomfortable little finger right. gets when brand says chaos is a ladder so if brand knows all things and this he, is true and he brand knows that little finger wanted him dead
0: make no mistake if the if uh, uh, the chick, whatever her name is, the one from the swamps, Mira, Mira, if Mira hasn't, if Mira doesn't open the door or knock on the door around the time that she does, I I bet money that Peter Baelish murders Bran like right there if he can get away with it. Yeah. Uh, and still will, I think, murder Bran right there if he can get away with it. Like, Peter, and I want to be clear, here: this isn't my theory. I'm reading a bunch of other people's theories and all that stuff, so this isn't, like, my ideas or anything. Yeah. Um, But I think the the theory, this theory to me, absolutely holds water. This that, this whole idea that Peter has been behind a bunch of this stuff, Varys gets blamed for some of his stuff, Tyrion gets blamed for some of his stuff, other people get blamed for it, but he starts these things yeah. in motion and then steps back and lets the chaos reign.
1: I, I would like to, I'm, I'm very anxious to see what Peter's... What Littlefinger's role, overall role in the Game of Thrones is because obviously he's been such a a principal character for such a long time, but not really doing a lot. But is he on Aaron's
2: list? No, no, no not yet. No. I thought Peter Baelish was on
1: Aria's no, list. No, absolutely not. No,
0: I don't think I was trying to remember if Littlefinger was on. Uh, no, we Aria's lu- list. I looked it up okay. somebody
1: else brought this up with me the other day. Oh, okay. No, Littlefinger is absolutely not on Arya's list. Hey, the way she's hey, looking,
0: there's room at the bottom.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: a right? lot of them have already died. A lot of are slots dead. are open. Right. Well, and
0: this is what's cr- and this is why I think okay. it is so important that we end. I know I'm jumping ahead a bit. That oh. we end with him with with him handing the dagger to Arya, Arya. Arya, yeah, so, at tree. Yeah.
1: Okay, so well, we're getting we're getting to what we're I'm calling okay. Arya's most anticlimactic return to Winterfell ever. <laughs> I because even because uh, Bran got like like Lady Sansa the gate, and it's like oh. I Brand loved your here. comment.
0: I loved your I'm comment gonna... last week. Can I just pause you? I loved your comment last week. By the way, the gate. And she immediately goes, because let me tell you what, if you run the me and says, <laughs> the gate, I'm like, motherfucker, it's cold outside. I'm hungry. You tell me what the hell's going right. I'm the leader of Winterfell. I can't just walk over to the gate. Is like, it dangerous? Like,
1: okay, what's at the gate, guys? Okay, but, but what about the gate? It reminds me of
0: my four year old. Like, daddy, come look at my room. You're going to need to be more specific, kid. I'm not getting up for just.
1: <laughs> but Aria,
2: um walked up to the gate unchallenged unasked to these two soldiers at the oh, open she, gate. Oh, oh I mean, she, oh, I mean, she like, was
1: challenged. Oh, but,
2: but no, well, she was challenged by those two doofuses. Oh my God. I mean, but they were all, so she was already in the inner chamber of the freaking castle. So I mean, it was like, uh, excuse me, shouldn't, shouldn't someone have stopped and checked her ID back, you know, at the back right. perimeter? Well, before I mean, she, she makes a, she point? makes
1: a note. She said, you know, when she finally does meet up with Sansa, she does say, "You need better guards." Right. Yeah, you know, then, so uh,
2: that was very telling. But that was that was a couple of scenes later. Yeah. But she, uh, h- how did she get there? Why did she? But be- I mean, I know she's she's amazing and everything, but she just sauntered past any other
1: right. better guards. Well, I feel like I feel like it, like Winterfell is very unguarded up until that point, up until that but date. it's just gone through a. War.
0: You would you I mean, would think that they would be a little more a
2: little more on guard. Go- uh, uh, Listen,
0: there was a big, huge defensive? hiring booze, and they had to that really the the standards had to be died, lower, happens, so they gotta get. Yeah. I mean, they don't have the opportunity to screen they people need, as thorough.
1: Five thousand more.
0: You, uh, uh, you, you need better guards. Guard guards. <laughs> patrol guards. Out,
1: outer patrol Outer guards. patrol. Somebody, the point is,
0: uh, we, we've got some comments on our YouTube page. We're going to get to that one in just a second. But let's keep going here because this um, will all come up in just a minute. Yeah,
1: so Arya shows up and she gets, some, you know, she gets the business from the guards. They don't believe it's her. They're like, okay, whatever, you stupid little hood rat. You're not Arya Stark. Arya Stark is dead. And she finally looks at them and says, listen, I'm getting in one way or another. If I get in and I'm not who I say I am. It's not gonna go well for me. But if I get in and I am who I say I am, it's super not gonna go well for you.
0: I'm just really proud of her for not stabbing them both. I think I that really, was really I was,
2: I was waiting for them for her to I chop up one of the heads. I super
1: thought that's where that was going. I'm just really like did. Valor Margulis, stab, stab, stab <laughs> and we're done with that. So no. So they bring her in, they lead her in, they sit her right. down and they say, you stay here, we're gonna go get and Ladies then they talk a... about it for the and next 15 minutes. And then they turn their backs minutes. to her. Every, come on. I mean, come on. You don't what, turn which your me,
0: you ever seen the, uh, I think it's, is it Dumbo, I think, where the two, the two, like, what are you going to do? I don't know what you want to do. Well, Don't start <laughs> that again. Like this whole, like, two idiot guards <laughs> are going back tumble, and forth. Yeah. And by the way, this is a callback, as I'm getting from the Facebook page, this is a callback to her uh, interactions at King's Landing as well. The first time she goes into the hand of the king, the, the red keep for the hand of the king, uh, and she gets tossed there too because she doesn't look the part. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, a little, little callback there. So yeah. anyway, yeah. You go ahead.
1: So she gets in, um, and then so we see the guards notice that she's gone. They go to Lady Sansa, which is weird saying Lady Sansa. They go to Sansa, and they're like, this rando chick showed up.
0: I'm sure it's no big deal.
1: It's, it's no big deal, and we're going to find her, and we'll get her out of here. But she was, like, pretending to be your sister, and she was asking for, like, Maester Lewin and, like, Sir Roderick. Like, what are what are these names that she's making up?
0: You know what can also say about the guards, too? A dead kid, a kid who was dead got here like two days ago. Right. Like, at this this point.
1: This is what I'm saying. Is that like, how do they even know what Bran? I mean, like, I get it. Everyone knows Bran was a cripple. So obviously, like, the kid with broken legs. Well, and also that he saw the guy.
3: Yeah.
1: Wait, what? But
2: his identity was was uh, was made with the wall when he was able to tell. Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: And Mira was carrying out. He was he was verified.
0: But all the same, dead people are showing back up all over the place.
1: Right, Right. you think that you would give
2: give a little bit more thought? Maybe that's it. Maybe they're cannon fodder. Maybe. so when we see them die, we'll be
1: like, yay! Maybe. Mm. Did
0: you ever (laughs) see Pirates of the Caribbean? The fat guy in the skinning. I'm just (laughs) anyway. So so
1: so anyway. So uh, they tell her, and Sansa's like, you know, they're like, wait. We're, we're gonna find her. Don't worry. We're sure we're gonna find her. Um, so. She goes. No, no, don't worry. I know where she is. So she goes down to the catacombs. And, and that's the
2: other thing is that she's not the least bit upset by these guards. Who um, she obviously knows that it's it's uh, it's 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 really her. It's
1: really yeah. her. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, because of the names that she dropped. And so I why don't like- should, why don't you go report yourselves to like kitchen duty for the next two days? We'll, right. be, we'll we'll catch up with you later. But well,
0: I I mean, and I can get it because we don't want to go through the paperwork that they had to fill out afterwards either. Like we can't cover all of it. But she does. So she ends up down in the in, in the, the crypts, right?
1: The, yeah, and there you know she's standing at at Ned's crypt, looking at the uh, statue of her dead father, whose head she witnessed get cut off, uh, which we don't know. Arya's pretty well put it together. It doesn't look anything like him for what she's for what she's been through.
0: Right. I mean, she came out of the. Both of the women actually came out. This whole episode, really, this whole season, has just been a really strong like girl power right? season. Like, we've and seen I'm not some complaining. Shit, and we're okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so you know we see kind of again like kind of an anticlimactic reunion between Sansa and Arya, but then again we kind of remember that they didn't really have the greatest relationship, right, to begin with.
0: And the great line too about how when Jon Snow sees her, his heart's gonna stop. Yeah, which I thought was great. Which
1: is funny because his heart already stopped. Oh, oh, hey, a
2: knife through it will do that, to you, you know. <laughs>
0: Uh, he got better.
1: He but, got better, but I
2: really felt that the uh, that the uh, reunion between the two was perfect. I didn't. It felt I like d- it was I authentic.
1: Absolutely, it nothing. was authentic. I,
2: I I have a couple of sisters, and honestly, if I met them today, it'd be like, um, hi. <laughs> uh, but it it's still with these two women, and and as far as they've gone, and as and what they've done up to this point, I thought it was very poignant that they didn't like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that true kind of that yeah. would have been well and, yeah. they, and they make note of it in their in their dialogue they speak to each other and and you know she asks her how did you get back to winterfell and Arya looks at sansa and says i could ask the same of you a long story uh, yeah, a long story we've, right. we've been through some stuff guys yeah and we both um, could share
2: the stories but Right, D- not enough time just like this episode and moving on
1: yeah <laughs> and so and so we move forward and we see uh, Arya walks out into the yard and we see uh, Podrick's back everyone he showed up last episode and now Woo-hoo. he's back again yay uh, so Podrick and Brienne are training and Podrick's getting his ass kicked like he always does because Brienne's a badass and Podrick is just so cute oh, and, and he get- wants to be a knight he's getting better. He is getting better he's getting better he's getting better but he's still not great and so you know Arya walks up and she witnesses them fighting and and Brienne is. What does she ask Podrick something of like, well, what could have you, what could you have done differently there? And Sansa steps in because you can't fight somebody like her in the first in the first place. Like, pick on somebody your own size, right? So Arya steps up and. Bows so up this a is before bit. they go to the tree.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry.
1: Which is kind of odd. Yeah. Wait, no. Wait. This wait, is,
0: wait. Wait. No, this is super.
1: After they go to the tree. Okay. Sorry. They go to the my tree dad. next, right? Because she Arya mentions that a- Brienne's here too. Right. Le- okay. And I no, we didn't even bring up my favorite part of the Arya and Sansa reunion scene. So, so. Arya says something about Joffrey dying and asks who killed him. And she was really hoping that it was going to be Sansa because Arya makes mention. And she's like, I really wanted to kill him myself. And right. Sansa's like, I really wish I had been the one to kill him. And he, and Arya says he was always the first one on my list. And Sansa's like, list, what list? And Arya's like, Oh, the list of people that I'm going to kill. And Sansa goes, ha 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 ha. And Arya goes, Ha, ha ha ha
0: ha And this is the second time that they've done this. And she did this first with those soldiers from King's Landing yeah. where with Ed Sheeran. Right. where
1: it's kill like, Cersei. I'm going to go kill the queen. Right. And everyone's like, ha 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 ha. ha. Oh, but, the and she, she just like, with lasts with along, she, like, 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 Right. Like, uh, oh, Right be normal Arya don't tell people that you're gonna kill everyone
0: I don't think she cares
1: I really don't. just no zero. no I think
2: I, I think in the training of the house of black and white she learned to couch her terms and couch her words and she should have learned better to couch her terms yeah everything is truth with with the house of black and white everything is truth just couched in different terms. Yeah. It's true. And that she didn't learn that much from the House of Black and White that she didn't... That she, she did not, to be fair, yeah. pass
0: her final exam. She right. left She, she kind of clapped a couple she, of the classes and then... A,
1: she's a black and white dropout. Uh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. She was like one credit away. She was so close. So
3: from close.
2: graduating. But that was the thing is that she didn't have that... That, that maturity, that, that where we're right. all too... The subtlety was not...
0: subtlety. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. did not minor in, in subtlety. So,
1: so then, okay, so we have... So that's a, so that's a good uh, segue into the brand scene. So so they kind of laugh it off, like, oh, my sister said she's going to kill everyone. And then Sansa About says... everyone. <laughs> Sansa says, Just, okay, Bran's it's back it's too. And so then we find them in the godswood, w- sitting with Bran, and they're all talking, and then Bran makes mention of... Oh, yeah, you know, the list of people that Arya has that she wants to kill. And Sansa's like, oh, shit. That Cersei was on. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Like, mm-hmm. so there's, and I, and Something's I. Something's wrong with my brother and my sister.
0: So, so why is Bran sharing? Wh- wh- what's Bran's logic and what he shares?
1: I
2: don't think, Who okay, I I don't think there is a logic. I'm trying I to jump know. in on this because no, I, there has I have to be. a. But there has no, no, to be. No, no, I'm sorry. What I mean is the logic is 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 that it's parceled out. The information is given when he is told to give it, when the three-eyed raven is 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 told to reveal it. It's it's like it's like a spiritualist that uh, that the spiritualist might know more than what you're than what you're asking, but she's not going to tell or he is not going to tell you information before you specifically ask for that information.
0: Well, and I get it from a story as a storytelling device. Sure. If you're going to have an omniscient Character.
1: He has to be cryptic.
0: Right. He can't. Otherwise, he would just end the story. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like-
1: he could just come out and be like, hey, uh, John is not a Stark, and this is not a this. And yeah. that's John's a Targaryen, and this he's is the, the person he's gonna that's going to win the, throne, the war ultimately. The end, yeah, but he, he, like, he knows everything past, present, and future, but he also knows that he needs to let things play out the way right. that they're going to play because out. Because he, he could interfere he with the future. You've it's like, it's going. like going back in time and meeting yourself, and then you break the space time continuum. You can't do that. Oh, my God. Which he did. We Whole saw that. He import. went back in time, and he broke the space time continuum. He broke Hodor. Hodor. He did. And you know, I
0: got to tell you, I had this night in college. It was just like that. It's a terrible idea. The, uh, which I think is the only reason is again coming back to some of our comments that we were getting through the live stream. Um, it, it, I think this is, and that's why we can't. He can't reveal that Jon Snow is a Targaryen yet. Right. right. I think if he reveals that, then the people know about it. And one of our Facebook comments was, am sorry, one of our YouTube comments was mentioning, you do that, you suddenly tell. That's a rough thing to suddenly drop on a bunch of Northerners who are not the most open-minded of folks. Anyway, what? The, um,
1: the, murder, the murder of her teacher probably got her an academic probation. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny.
0: Uh, the other one like to do Podrick e- equals Patrice from How I Met Your Mother.
1: <laughs> Damn it, Podrick. <laughs> Damn it, Podrick. <laughs> like oh, this is great. I love this.
0: Uh anyway, so yeah, so we have this crypto our crypto conversation in the Godswood. And they do say here very specifically, you know, that I mean we, we skipped over his conversation with Mira earlier. Uh but this isn't Bran.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he said that, that a couple that is, of
2: times. I'm not Bran. Right.
0: Right. Fair,
1: fair, when fair point he dismissed, for that what's back, back her name? up because she does bring it Mira, up. Yeah. yeah.
2: That uh, that he's not Bran, and he tells her flat out, and it it breaks your heart yeah. it, to see her walk oh. away. Uh, and I oh. was even I, I was even asked, well, why doesn't what's so what's so upsetting? She knows that no, she didn't know that. Yeah, she doesn't because she's she been so comprehend. intricately involved, sort yeah. of like a forest for the trees kind of thing. that She right. still saw Bran, right. and she still was in love with
1: Bran. Yeah. Right,
0: and he has to deal with the fact that he got the three eyed raven killed, like. I mean... That's
1: super his fault. That is
0: 100%, which, by the way, also results in the death of her brother and the death of Hodor... Uh, I mean, so
2: many children of the
0: forest, and I mean, there's a whole bunch of things oh God, that are they're no. directly at his feet. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he have a little bit shuts down of...
2: emotionally, yeah. but but I wonder, did the did the uh, previous three eyed Raven still hold his own personality? Like uh, Bran is trying to distance himself from his own personality.
0: I don't think we saw much of a personality of the three eyed uh, Raven. Yeah. Oh, he I
1: didn't just, read the books. He was just so the I'm... man. Well, no, and we didn't. We didn't oh, we're, we're way past the. Oh books. yeah, no, yeah, we okay. we're so far past that we get introduced to the three eyed Raven in the books very 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 briefly, but then after that, the show has just taken. All of that and surpassed right. uh, anything quick that because the books are not written yet. This this story is not written. Yet. I mean, <sighs> quick history.
2: Someone gave me, uh, told me, insisted, insisted. Thank you, Vern and Karen. Insisted that I watch this show mm-hmm. and gave me the first six. Um, series and said watch this show and oh my god I got to binge I got to I got to watch all the shows and so I didn't know where the books left off versus where I, I, I knew that I knew that it did there
1: last was a season disparity. I think
0: around season six yeah
1: the books le- well no last season was was also in the books a mixture I think of on and off book It was right it, oh no it, so I
0: mean season six where we, was where we started to depart from the books yeah season six where is, is where we started to depart gotten.
1: from the books and now season seven we are just like 100% completely blurp Yep. Because Hodor does not die in the books yet. Uh, okay, so moving on. So we're at G- Dragonstone. Uh, Again, with Dan and Johnny sitting in a tree. K. I. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> um, sorry. No, sitting I in revert. a cave. <laughs> looking at some, uh, <laughs> some stuff. So um, something I thought, I thought I found very important about this scene is that John is now referring to Danny as your grace. Right. Which is a big step for him because...
0: It's a polite... I
2: think it's just an acknowledgment yeah. of title.
0: Well, I think I think the yeah. issue here is that he doesn't have an issue with her being a queen. He's fine with her being a queen, just yeah. not being the queen over his particular area.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be really cool. I'm so looking forward to him finding out who she is. M- who, who he familiar. is. Who, familiar. Yeah. No, that, yeah. that, that, that's his aunt. Yeah. I think it'll be more a pivotal con- uh, uh, for him to know that that's his aunt. Versus her realizing that's her nephew. I think
1: I, it'll be more pivotal for her realizing that he has Targaryen lineage, and then maybe that'll make her back off and let him continue to rule in the North, and make him uh, rule together. They're gonna get married. I don't no, think they're so. Not.
2: No, no, no. I disagree. No. With okay, that we're getting part into part the theories. I'm okay,
0: sorry. Okay, go sorry, ahead. Sorry,
1: sorry. Anyway, I think one of them dies. Anyway, um, but I've already said that, so that's not a new theory. So, uh, so I thought that was very important. That John is referring to Danny as your grace. So um, he brings her into the cave. He wants to show her. The dragon glass the that he has found also. that they're, they're going to start. Right, they're going to start uh, mining. So he brings her to the cave. He looks at the dragon glass and he's like, "Look, it's all we could ever need. This is so glorious. This is so wonderful." But come back here a little further because there's something else I want to show you in this cave. And now I'm going to do a callback right here. Uh, the last time we saw Jon Snow in a cave with a woman, <laughs> we know what went down.
0: Uh, he knew nothing.
1: <laughs> he knows something now.
0: He then he knew her. Like, biblically. Like, <laughs> like
1: her. biblically. Yeah. Like, oh, you want me to bend the knee? I'll,
0: I'll show you a bit. I'll baby. bend you. No. <laughs> stop there! Stop, it, stop it. Anyway, go ahead. PG thirteen.
1: PG thirteen. Anyway, uh, so he takes her back, and he and he and he finds these markings in this cave, right? And you know, they're and and they're drawn by the children of the forest, and it and we see this spiral pattern that we have seen that has just been. Throughout um, the entire time. series, yeah. right? Um,
0: it's I like this one much better than the time they did it in Bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it seemed
1: a little, it seemed a little right. less graphic. Yeah.
0: The scene that you, the scene that we're missing here though, is 15 minutes before that when John was in there with, with the Sir, Sir Davos, like <laughs> frantically scribbling. I thought that. On the wall.
1: I drew
2: these five minutes ago. I mean, uh, these have been thousands of thousands years ago. of
1: years.
0: Davos is quickly like trying to brush his hands <laughs> off real quick, the like. Off this. His hands.
1: Uh, no, there are there are many the internet has just taken to this and like yeah. run with it and it 's like you know there 's memes out there like John hiding chalk behind his back <laughs> Danny, look at these drawings that are thousands and thousands of years old, and I'm Danny' just saying, was like, bonding, like, oh, it almost looks like they were done by a child
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, in the cities, archaeologists spend years validating and verifying these 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 paintings these, these cave drawings when they find them here in the real world. But apparently, John got a uh, apparently got a degree in archaeology. Yeah,
1: like a crash so, course in d- ancient
0: ancient anthropology. <laughs> ancient.
1: But I, I thought I thought I
2: thought segue with uh, with Daenerys and seeing these things and saying these people were standing here. I thought it was I thought it was greatly reverent and still you know it, it, to bring the to bring the the, the, the viewer into this moment yeah. to see that, you know, that that she was in awe of this this storyline if you will right. right and
1: and and we mm-hmm. see her soften a little bit and we see her kind of Like, oh, man, this is this is real. This is which still which still bothers me a little bit that, like, you literally freaking hatched extinct creatures out of eggs that were hundreds of years old that shouldn't even have been fertile and able to be hatched. And yet you don't believe in zombies.
0: You've, You've burned to death.
1: You've burned to death twice. Twice. And you don't believe in zombies, but that's
0: that's ridiculous. That's well, there's ridiculous. A, there's another
2: fan theory that um, that Daenerys actually died and then came back to life.
0: Doesn't change it.
2: True, but it it kind of does because that would put her on the same plane as um, as uh, John
0: Snow. Yeah. Well, she's done it twice, yeah. but she'll only but get she credit was- for doing it half a time because John's a man. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: Oh, sexism. Um, So, you know. (laughs) Only this generation. Never heard
2: of it before.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? (laughs) So, you know, so we see Danny kind of, you know, we see the the paintings of the white walkers of the Night King.
0: It does not stop here from being a straight up bitch about it, though. Yeah, no. She's still,
1: you know, he's like, he's like, look, these are, these are, this is literal historical evidence of the children of the forest and the first men. Putting aside their differences and fighting the common enemy, which is what I've been saying to you the whole time. (laughs) Say it again for the people in the back. Just in case. So she goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you now. That's all great. And And I'll do this. I'll fight with you. I'll fight with you. I'll be right there when you bend the knee. Yeah. And it's like, Danny, God damn it.
0: (laughs) Stop. It's amazing.
1: So they leave the cave, and we don't know if John bent the knee or not.
0: He. Doesn't he did, l- it doesn't I look don't like think he I don't did, think, no. because he
2: was adamant about that his people would not follow him if he did that. Right.
0: right.
1: Although there was an interesting camera angle when they were walking out of the cave where it looked like they were holding hands, and I was like, oh my god. No, <laughs> oh, you're shipping. The and yeah. then they weren't, so it was very what do we?
0: How do we ship John and Daenerys? Is it Generis? or... Gen- stop it,
1: stop Dawn. it,
2: Dawn? stop it. Just asking. Moving on. Sorry.
1: Uh, so... <laughs> So th- we walk out onto the beach and we see Tyrion and uh, Sir Sir Davos walk up right, right uh, together with Varys and, and things Varys, are looking great. Yeah, things are looking so good. They're like, "Hey, you
0: can uh, tell there's good news all the way around."
1: Hey, we uh, <laughs> so we took Casterly Rock, and she's like, uh-huh. "Great news, everyone!" And they're like, "Uh huh."
0: Uh-huh. And
1: she's like, "Is it not?" Uh, so then you know, so then Daenerys finds out about um
0: the whole way that went down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: i really have to disagree though I, I think that there's no possibility that the two of them are going to hook up it was great sexual tension though in the cave oh my goodness you were like
1: oh my god he's gonna
2: no no he's not i think they're, no. leadi-
1: I think they're leading to something here yeah i, think they're I, to I don't
2: think th- i uh, but i think they're going <laughs> to stop uh, i mean brother and sister copulating well incest is best anybody know that movie no? no. No, okay. Uh Rocky Horror Picture Show, but that's beside the point anyway oh. for this oh, particular okay. one. Uh was that the uh But
0: Anson and, aunts and ne- nephews aunt, that's, but, that's but, too but, weird. But what's, what's really
2: weird. weird is that they look almost the same age if she's not a little bit younger. Right, right, yeah. right. I'm just saying and, that like well, I hard. had an uncle that's only 13 years older than me and I had a wild crush on him when I was 6. But Listen,
0: listen. You know, in Game of Thrones an aunt and a nephew is not now, even that's a That's kind of
1: tame. The, that's okay. all about. Um, oh, That's so cute. Cersei was screwing Lancel. Oh,
0: that's true, and that and was that's his. True. Her nephew. That's that was literally true, his ne- so, her nephew. True.
2: Yeah, no, no I, I don't care. about that. I don't no, you're don't good.
1: You're good. Cersei was screwing her nephew, so.
0: Uh, um, so our anyway. our comments, by the way, on the YouTube channel are just phenomenal. It is. Oh
1: my god, I
2: is. love. I'm sorry. Can I stop for a second? Fake ravens. Fake ravens. <laughs> fake ravens is. That was
0: that
1: fake was news. So okay, keep going <laughs> so, though. All right, so um, so Danny finds out about. Everything that's happened at Highgarden about the the setup, the ambush, about Lady Olenna's demise, and now she is pissed. And we see this whole back and forth. And Tyrion is desperately like, "Let's. We have a plan. We have a plan. Let's get Grey out of there. Let's get the rest of the Unsullied out of there. Bring their ships back. We can do this. We still have a plan." And she looks at them and she's like, Enough with your clever plans. Yeah, yeah. She's I like, have Enough. Dragons. I should be clear
0: here. What she says is, Enough with being smart.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. The clever plans. Yeah. Look, well, she well, says, no.
0: Enough of your. No, well, I,
1: don't, I don't agree with that because I, clever I, does not mean smart. I, clever agreed. means, Oh, like, I'm so. You're so clever. Oh, well. oh,
2: aren't you clever? Because hmm.
1: Tyrion never. Uh, Tyrion's always been very clever, but he hasn't always been very smart.
2: Agreed. All right.
0: I don't like he her lashing out
2: when you try to, de- to, to depend too much on your own intellect. You become clever, right? And you don't, you don't, I don't see, the, I c- s- you don't add the common sense to
1: that intellect.
0: I yeah. still don't like her lashing out at Tyrion. I'm talking about how he's uh, not trying I to actually.
1: T- now, see, well, it's a bit, but she gets, she gets angry. She gets so angry, and she finally kind of sees, not sees. I mean, she's, she's a little blinded by her anger, I think. But she looks at Tyrion, and she's like, "What do you mean that you're trying?" These are your people, your family. Maybe you don't want to kill them after all. Right. And I and think she that's... starts to mistrust him a little bit. And I think I that's unfair. I don't think it's that unfair. And you know we all know that I've had my problems with Danny and, and her attitude this whole season. And this is the first episode that I feel like everything was justified because she's right. She's losing everything. And that's and true. She's sitting there and letting it happen. And this and I think a lot of this probably has to do with the fact that, you know, Lady Elena is the one that looked at her and said you're a dragon. Right. Be a dragon. Right. And now Lady Olena is dead, and so I do think that a lot of this is maybe vengeance, Sure. maybe blind vengeance, but also her being like, "I'm gonna take what's mine." Sure. So, you know, so there's that. So Danny gets mad. Let's move on, shall we? Because that's the end of that. Right.
0: Scene. You. Yeah. This.
1: Anyway. Uh. So okay. So I'm sorry. So now we get to the to the Arya and the Brienne fight. Okay. Okay. And Podrick and and all that. God stuff. damn it, Podrick. Oh, damn it, Padraic. God damn it, Patrice. Um, so Arya and Brienne square up, bow up, fight, and Arya basically bests
0: Brienne.
1: Uh, Arya had her.
2: Three
0: times No, 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 no no. Beat her. no, 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 no. She, there was, uh, there's a bit of a back and forth. I'm saying that, like, there was, I, I think she fought her, she fought her, either beat her and then fought her to a draw, depending upon which which one of their little bouts you're talking about. Yeah. She can definitely keep up with and would probably beat Brienne of Tarth. But it's not just like, I mean, I want to contrast this against Bran of Tarth against Podrick. There's no doubt every single time Podrick's on his ass and she's got a sword on him. Whereas in her fights against Brienne, there was a couple times, especially in that last one where they end up with blades at each other's throats.
2: Granted, but each time of those, of those bouts, there were three separate times that, um, that, that, uh,
0: Brienne, Arya, Podrick. my
2: mind goes blank like that. When Arya held Aria, held the held the sword directly to a killing point, it's yeah. the killing point that counts. And the dagger. And there well, were I th- I feel two like... separate killing points that Arya held on Brienne when Brienne became so frustrated with this little child who was beating her, reached out, and with her physicality over her sword play... Kicked her, pushed her away from that's it. That's a
0: completely legitimate move, though. I it have is. no problem. I, I
2: agreed, agreed, and that's why you don't try. You you try to fight someone your own size, as the old
0: adage goes. Right, or you use but, whatever you've got as your advantage. Granted, and if I'm double the size of my opponent, I can kick him I to the can, ground. And,
2: and that's what Brienne did. Then that's why she's and that's why she's the master swordsman that she is. But she got frustrated, and you saw it in her face. She was just getting pissed, and so she kicked or pushed with her foot. Oh no, foot. she she kicked. She kicked. Area to away, but then area just laid there for a half a second trying to breathe again. I don't know if you've ever been kicked in your chest before, but
0: it hurts.
1: It I've never been kicked in my chest before, but I've 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 suffered some blows to the chest before yeah, that are kick, not. Fun. Kicked in
2: the chest, Shouldered punched in, in the, the stomach, somewhere right. somewhere your lungs are compressed. Everything Get the stops. wind knocked out of you. Yeah. If you can't breathe, your body says "fuck you." I'm not moving yeah. until I can breathe again. Excuse me.
0: Oh, which but could, which would have been, and if if Brienne had been fighting for realsies. for real,
2: yeah. she'd have, she, oh, for real, Brienne right. would have killed Arya.
0: And, Aria, and that, no and doubt on that match. But what I'm saying is, this ended with a draw, and the look on their faces were admiration, yeah, admiration they were both mutual just respect.
1: Right. Oh man, you were so cool. This yeah. is so yeah. much fun. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 and and so and yeah. this is really pivotal because I think you know now we're watching. Sansa watch her little sister. Oh, you know what?
2: Uh, someone just posted on, on on your on your comments, which I, I I noticed when I was watching this show. I was very impressed with too that that Arya fought with one hand behind her back the entire freaking time but is... she was playing with needle versus the broadsword Yeah that's that, the water that,
0: dance that's, right. the that's the whole, the whole style style of side of yeah, right. But fighting. that was
2: still very impressive yeah. that while while uh while, uh uh Brienne came at her with two hands and and a broadsword and she right. even told her to go get a bigger sword Arya was very was very firm in that I'll try not to cut you. Right. Don't worry. I'll try not to cut you. That was such a great
0: line. And then, yeah. But yeah, so so Sansa's standing up top. Yeah, and she's Uh, watching
1: this happen, and I feel like Sansa's having this moment of like, you know, she's been through a lot of stuff, but nothing, like, what has Sansa gained from it other than very strong resolve?
0: Well, I think intelligence and capability. I think she has gained the non-physical stats. Yeah. Whereas uh, Arya has gained more on the physicality side. Right. Uh, And and, and it's telling, too, that during this scene, you have uh, Littlefinger standing behind her uh, uh, gnawing on a wall of the castle (laughs) uh, as he continues to (laughs) chew scenery, as is his wont. Uh, and I, I thought his mustache twirl in that scene
1: was <laughs> was, was extra. It was extra. It was extra. extra twirly. Right. Yeah. I mean,
0: I think, I mean, all we were missing was some rope and a train track and yeah. we would have been <laughs> just, And I, I do. I think he's fantastic too. I love, I love him. Um, it's good.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so, you know, we see this and I think we, this is where we really see Sansa have this realization of like, my sister has been through so much. And and who is she? I don't even know her anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but that
0: list may not be as funny be, as it once yeah, was.
1: Yes. Yeah, like maybe. that was nothing to joke, though. Up, pal. We're not joking. Uh, no
0: one's left You know, on you've got to start hand. doing some math on the phrase. And, you know, the Walder Frey and his whole family go, wait, where were you about a month ago? Just uh, give or take. Yeah, wait a
1: minute. I heard yeah. Walder Frey was dead and he killed our mom. So. Yeah.
0: Also, all of the other freys. Yeah. Just literally all of them are also dead.
1: Also, the rest of the phrase, right? Right. Um, so. So that's that's kind of it for that. That's a very quick scene. Um, so we get to we go back to Dragonstone. Wait,
0: I'm sorry. Isn't this in the scene too where we see Arya with the Peter? More importantly, Peter Baelish, Littlefinger mm-hmm. sees Arya with the dagger. Yes, yes. And that's I think that the most is important,
1: important. Part is that at the end of the fight, she pulls the dagger.
2: Oh, that was that was monumental.
1: On, yeah, on absolutely uh, on. Right. Brienne. What's that big lady's name? Yeah, on Brienne, Brienne. And so now we see Littlefinger sees that the dagger that he gave to Bran has now ended up in Arya's hands. You remember
0: when you were trying to, you know, sm- smooch? Your, smooch? Nope. Try to, uh, <laughs> trying to, like, butter up and suck up to Bran and try uh-huh. to get on his good side? That may not have gone as well for you as you'd like. Probably uh-huh. not. Probably not. Do we uh-huh. think Arya
1: kills Littlefinger with the dagger? Yeah. We're not in theories oh, yet. We're Shit. only hoping. Jumping yeah. ahead. Jumping ahead. <laughs> anyway, so we go back to Dragonstone. Um,. And we see John and Ser Davos talking about um, Daenerys <laughs> and talking about, like, what should she do and what, you know, what's going on here. And, um, you know, Ser Davos says something in this scene that I think is very, very, or not Ser Davos, but uh, they approach Missenday. miss Missendi? Miss miss right. They pronounce her name 30 different ways is, is that on the, the show, so the, the, I literally the, have the, no idea. The Lady
2: in Red?
0: No, no, no that's no. Melisandre. No. No. Melisandre. This is the, the this is her lady in waiting.
1: Yeah, and Andy is her, like her. her Daenerys little... is oh. lady
0: in waiting, the, the pretty girl with I'm the. I have my cheat
1: sheet. So really go on, hair. don't don't
0: mind me. Yeah,
2: I'm just I'm just checking.
1: Um, you know, and they're asking her about about oh okay I'm with you. about why she follows Daenerys and and if she wants to leave, could she and would she just let her go? And and the whole time, Miss Missendy is like, absolutely, of course, yes, yes. We don't follow her because she's a noble man's daughter. We don't follow her because of her lineage. She has done all these incredible things for us, and she has gained our trust, and she has gained our love. She's the queen that we chose.
0: Which is a callback, of course, to Davos's speech. Similarly, when he's trying to make the point, after completely failing on the introduction for Jon Snow on the first round, comes back and does it. So I think it's a really interesting callback. Yeah, there. it's
1: a really interesting callback, and it's a really interesting, you know, like the parallels between Danny. And John, and the types of leaders that they are, the people that follow them follow them because they love them right. and that, and that makes them so incredibly similar i right. and, and
2: I think that speaks volumes for the for the audience as well that um we've already known that that we we followed uh Miss missandre uh we followed her her character to this point where we know that she was indeed, and she was a little bit insulted yeah by uh by their implication yeah. I, th- right. I, th- I thought she did that very well, yeah, right,
1: and she's very indignant about it, and she was very much like you know. This we we love her and this is why we follow her and we think that she's great and we support anything that she does. And I think that that's when they kind of see like eh, maybe she has something here. <laughs> and then good old Theon shows up.
2: <sighs> no, Reek showed up.
1: Yeah, Reek, Reek showed up. Rhymes with think Rheon Fiek. Whatever. Whatever. So threak? So <laughs> three So we see him show up and, and so this is the first time that John and Theon have seen each other since Winterfell season one. Yeah, since they both left Winterfell, um, and so you know, and Theon's very much like, "Oh, Jon, what are you doing here?" And Jon's hey,
0: like, "Hey, man, hey,
1: remember that time that you told everyone that you killed my little brother?"
0: You know, I <laughs> and then you
1: did all this awful stuff, and then you helped my sister, and that's cool. So I'm not going to kill you because of that. And but all, all suck, of that said, and you turned on my family, and I don't like you. In two sentences. In two sentences.
2: You know, there I'm was not going to kill you because of what you did for Sansa. Yeah.
0: Is there, there's a right after I got engaged, there was a gentleman who I hung out with, a friends probably a strong term, and while I wasn't there, at some point he made uh, very overt gestures towards my fiance at the time. I'm very, very overt gestures towards my fiance. I don't know what he thought was going to happen, but of course, my fiance told me, now my wife told me all about those things. And the look on that gentleman's face the next time that I saw him was very, very reminiscent to the one that Theon had this. Like, I'm going to pretend like everything's cool here. Like, oh, God, everything's fine. So I uh, just <laughs> didn't know you were going to be here. Uh, uh, for uh, sure she'd run away uh, with me. That didn't go the way I thought yeah. it would. Um, yeah, so he doesn't kill him, which it's is disappointing. Plans yeah. of I is don't... Though? Yeah, Here's the thing.
1: We're still waiting to see. We're still waiting to see what Theon's role is.
0: I have said this repeatedly, and I'm going to reemphasize it here. I couldn't give a shit about anything Greyjoy. They are an annoying waste of time. What with their magic ship building and their uh, inability to post a watch on their goddamn boats. (laughs) I just The Greyjoys are annoying as hell, and the idea that I'm going to have to sit through a Theon redemptive arc is just annoying as hell. In
2: fairness, though, Theon was given to the Starks when he was a small child and taken away from his entire family and everything that he knew up to that point. I'm not defending Reek. I'm defending Theon, because Theon was captured by that Sure, sure. Um, in progress.
0: Um, here, yes, in progress. I, I get it. Here's the deal. I will stack Theon's experiences up against virtually every single major female character in the goddamn book or movie, and they manage to come out without being nearly such a puss. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on.
2: Priest. I'm sorry. No, no. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Um, sir, uh, you, you may not know this, so allow me to explain. Women are stronger.
1: <laughs> no, I think he does know it
2: uh, women, uh, women are strong. Right, we're gonna keep going here because no, we're about to get Emotionally, I am sorry, am I am I wrong? I'm women not arguing that point, but we're so about to take we're bro, about to go too far Theon, off the rails. Poor the- No, I'm saying but poor Theon is is, is is first of all a male. That's that's his first drawback. And the second <laughs> that no no really no bad. no equality works okay, both ways. Yeah, okay, so you can't okay. make fun okay, of that okay you're right, you're right. Um, but Theon, I really feel bad for Theon because he did love the Starks. He was a Stark. He felt himself a Stark and you could see that throughout the entire thing. And, and then, then he, he betrayed, betrayed them at his very first it. opportunity. Well, no. He tried to exert himself as a Greyjoy, and tried to be the Greyjoy family, and it just completely fell fa- fell flat because he betrayed. Rob. I agreed. I I
1: agree. I'm not I, okay. He's still reek. He's still reek.
0: He's annoying. Anyway, we, we just the characters we annoying. I
1: don't like Theon and that is super. Yeah, not we'll even the we'll most get to the theories later. Episode. No, it's not. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So.
2: <laughs> All right guys. Theon was can everyone take a deep in breath? The first episode exactly. <laughs> no 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 can everyone? Not a lot of people like Theon apparently. Can, everyw- can no. everyone the, take
1: for a deep the breath? Comments okay, let's On take the, a deep breath. Everyone okay. take a deep breath because we're about to get into some real serious. We need to focus. Okay. We need to like be ready for this. Okay. Okay, here we go. Because we're getting into the final scene. Here we go. Okay. This is good. All right. So like I said, I have broken this down. So the episode is broken down scene by scene. And then I have just broken the last scene down bit by bit. Do All it. All right. So, we're back just outside of King's Landing. So, we know that throughout this entire episode, where we saw Jamie and Bronn and the rest of the Lannisters and the Tarleys, whatever, in the beginning, we know that they're heading back to King's Landing. So, in this scene, we know that they have traveled far enough that they are almost back at the Red Keep. Right. Okay? Um, <laughs> there's more dickon jokes. <laughs> right, but, the, but 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 specifically I <laughs> want I
2: wanted, I wanted, I wanted to, to address the specific line from was it uh uh Randall uh, Tarley Braun. Uh, Braun. Okay. where oh, where Bron is talking with uh like um Lannister Jamie Lannister and Braun are talking to the uh, general in charge and he's saying that we can't protect we can't protect the rear if the front goes in first right. so right. I was I was a little bit confused did the front already go in is the gold already in the, the gold, red well keep? well
1: Randalls Harley rides up and he says the gold is in the red keep right okay. so we know that the money is safe
2: that's what I wasn't yep. I wasn't no they de- clear they on.
1: definitely clearly state that Randall's okay. Harley rides up and he says the gold is in the red keep we have secured it it is there I brought it there I've come back to tell you that
0: so and this is is to step out and do a little bit of like the military histor- historical thing. Um, what they've done is they've they've extended their supply lines too far. Is what he's saying here. Right. So you've got to remember that you've got soldiers on horses and you've got soldiers on foot and you've got wagons and you've got soldiers that are walking around and like leather armor and carrying in like a light, you know, some light weapon and guys and full armor and shields and these guys move a lot slower and everybody's got to stay regimented. So it's not uncommon for these things to get spread out, especially across a long a long arc. Yeah. But what does make one hundred percent sense is that you've got one wagon containing trillions—the equivalent of trillions of dollars. I don't give a shit about the foot soldiers in the back. Get the goddamn wagon in the keep.
2: Yeah, and that's what I was. So, I was because you know um, the the dragon was just burning the entire line up. Right. right. <laughs>
0: Right, but you're but you are correct. But the point here is yes, and they do explicitly state it. They've got the wagon into the red keep, and they make a right. point of okay. mentioning it. So the money so is in the red keep, and their setup makes sense, is what I'm saying yes. here. Sure,
1: sure. So they set this up. Uh, we make some more Dickon jokes, which 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 we kind of <laughs> which we kind of see is a little you know. So everyone's obviously underestimating poor Dickon. Uh, Rickard is it? Dickon, and then Bron laughs at so Rickon, which is which is Dickon. the which is the greatest. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then, so they're all making fun of Dickon, and then all of a sudden, we hear the hooves. And we hear just this thunderous sound, and it's like, it, like instantly, you just know.
2: It was done so well, too. The person I was watching with was like, is that thunder? Yeah. And, was, and
1: right. the well, dark I mean, clouds yeah, on the horizon, it I instantly it was, was just like, oh my god, they're doing it. Oh my god, they're doing it. It's happening. This is right. what we've waited for. So, okay. So the battle begins. So it starts off, so we see Jamie scrambling to get the Lannisters to get in formation. Jesus Christ, guys, get in formation. What right. are you doing? Pick up your shields. We need to protect this. What are you doing right now? So we see them scrambling to get in formation, and we see the Dothraki come cresting over the hill. Just this swarm of Dothraki.
0: And again and again I wanna I wanna pause here. The formation here is really interesting because uh, jumping back in history, the, the Dothraki are very clearly modeled after the horse lords that came across the Great Plains mm-hmm. of the China the China, off of China and all this area, we got the Mongols and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And these horse lords were I mean, they're so clearly modeled after the Dothraki, it's not a not a change. But what is very important, what I think is really cool here is that they modeled the same uh, defense against it as well because the only way to stop a bunch of charging horses if you don't have horses of your own is a solid shield wall with spears that that stick out yeah. so that defensive line again 100% it was a oh, nice
1: those, oh it was super great it was such it a, was fantastic it was such a fantastic they had such a good setup everything they did everything was gonna it looked like it was gonna be okay for sure. the Lannisters
0: it did but you could <laughs> tell it was a problem there because Braun looks at Jamie and tells him. He says,
1: go. Get out of here. Before, and this is before here.
0: anybody else shows up. They just see the, the Dothraki cresting.
1: They don't even see it. They hear it.
0: No, they, 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 they see it. They see point. it. They don't, but before the full, he already looks at Jamie and says, get you the hell out go. of here, man. Like, which is awesome. And a little bit of a development for Braun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: To the Red yeah. Keep, and, yeah. And a little bit of development for Jamie, albeit. Stupid and prideful, but he you know he stays no, no, no
2: he he would have stayed. I had no doubt that he was going to stay, right, but I, I mean, think absolutely. he would have stayed
0: for different reasons. I think old season one, Jamie stays because he thinks he's immortal, yeah, season seven Jamie stops because he thinks it's his duty, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, so we okay. see a, we see a little character growth for Jamie right there. And so we see the Dothraki starting to advance on these Lannister lines and we think, okay, well they've got all these shields and they've got all these spears and like the Dothraki are very very lightly armored and they've got their hook swords and how are they going to get through? Oh, wait. What's that noise we hear? It's a dragon, and
2: that's what really blew my mind about Jamie's defense. Why didn't he go straight for the freaking uh, catapult or the 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 air the,
0: the scorpion. crossbow? Scorpion. It's a, yeah, the, the term for it is a yeah, is a scorpion.
1: Why I, didn't he go straight? Because to I th- because I think it happened way too fast. So also, many people the deal- and died before
2: he said, "Go get it." I can't shoot it because I only have one hand. I seriously, think, I think
1: this all. I think we're looking at this. I think this all happened way too fast. It, it, also,
0: let's be clear here. This would be the equivalent of a modern military uh, posting up because they see a bunch of tanks heading towards them, and then look, a uFO just came out of the sky like <laughs> right? i'm forgive i 'm gonna forgive the Lannisters for being like well, I mean, oh, we've got a UFO gun. Don't we have a UFO gun? Oh, God, please. <laughs> somebody brought the UFO gun, right? And,
1: and it's a big moment. I mean, like, we know about the scorpion. We know about, like, okay, we have this this dragon defense mechanism. And I and I feel like a lot of people up until this point have heard stories of the dragons. Everyone's talking about, oh, there's a queen and she has dragons. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And then there's a freaking dragon. Right. Your face, right. And you're like, right. that's oh, true. maybe that's I should have paid okay. more attention to that thing about the dragons. You That's know? true. And okay. so, and this, I'll thing give comes, you that. this thing comes flying up. I mean, we don't even know where the, where the scorpion is in this line at this point. Right. It's flying up. It, and they, don't they don't probably know don't know where they exactly don't know where it's line. it is. Yeah. We don't even know if it's at the right angle. And so, we see, you know, she comes, you know, flying in and she literally burns a hole. Right. For the Dothraki to get through. And what the hell is she doing riding it? being awesome. Well, no, I think granted, no no no, there's but no, there's a
0: good reason for this. It's kind
1: of like the president
2: sitting on the back of a tank as he rides into battle. No. What the hell are you doing there? Should you Well, she him?
1: she even states it before she leaves for battle. She what kind of she queen did. would I be if I didn't fight for my people? And there's a much but my there's my
0: a th- there's a much more important reason here too. They keep making references to the being to her being a queen of ashes that if she uses and they say it on the beach here too, if you use your dragon to go melt castles and and murder civilians, then you're no better than you know, whatever else, Granted. but I. So she is on the back of that dragon to control that dragon. Yeah, and she is the only one who can do that. Yeah, because at this if point. she's if
1: she's not riding Drogon, he's just gonna go nuts and eat everyone. Right, she's there to her keep side, him.
0: their side. She's, it wouldn't matter. She's the
1: dragon rider. You know what I mean? He Granted, on, he only fires when she tells him to.
2: Granted. Right. But still, why, I mean, wasn't the fan theory that there are other people that can ride the dragon? and? Uh, but
0: nobody's proven and it theory, yet. other
1: theory, but okay. none, none of that has okay. come okay. up and, in the
2: show let yet. And let me ask you, how did they know that the Red Keep had an army coming in from high garden or was that just it a was reported. happy coincidence right. it was
1: reported that that they were that they took high garden so obviously they know that they're going back it to, was reported it's, it's they...
2: kind of like it's kind of like the everybody raven, knows yeah. the that raven came back it wasn't like it was we didn't see a scene where the raven comes and they open the raven and they talk to the people about what has happened it's just it's just but, foregone conclusion because well,
0: Tyrion, yeah. Tyrion brings news that they took castle Rock. And that they and and the High Garden. So we assume that they've got ravens that's, going back and uh, yeah, forth. That's yeah, that's
2: why there wasn't so many people at High Garden Gu- at Castle Rock that should have. Right, been, right, right. Because they were all at High Garden. But he didn't know that they were at High Garden. How did he find that
0: out? No, I
1: mean, he did know that they were at High Garden because he, that's why she gets so angry. He, she finds out about Lady Olena dying. She finds out about all of this. She's, I'm losing all my allies. I've okay. lost Yara okay, has been I'm, captured. Right. We've lost okay. the Greyjoy fleet. Lady Olena is died, we've lost the Tyrells. I don't have any allies, they're all being killed because I'm sitting I'm here twiddling my thumbs doing nothing, island, which is why yeah. we're here right. okay. in the first place. So yeah. she
0: roasts the hole through this line. So she
1: roasts the hole through this line and the Dothraki get in, and then we just see Murder. the carnage just start and, and we see, we see F-16 how s- okay. <laughs> we see how savage the Dothraki are when it comes to battle, it's less tactical and more like, kill everyone, kill everyone, kill everyone, and then maybe ask some questions? I don't know.
0: And I gotta say, too, I don't know, uh, uh, if I've ridden a horse at a full gallop before. And I will tell you Accidentally, that... Accidentally, right? No, 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 on purpose. And <laughs> I've actually done it a several times here. And I will tell you that having ridden a horse at a full gallop, I would say a half dozen times. So not a lot, by any means. I'm not an accomplished uh, 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 whole, equestrian. but Any sort of imagination. But I can tell you that riding at a full gallop the only thing I can do is hold on, and pray to God that the horse doesn't feel like throwing me. Because, holy shit, that isn't—that's a, is a powerful terrifying.
2: animal between your legs. Oh, I, and, no. and to see
0: these guys jump up and like they're like standing on it, like side—not even the right side—they're literally like like surfing on a goddamn horse, firing yeah. an arrow with accuracy. And I know that there have been people throughout history with that ability. Holy shit!
2: Well, and, and you. Know. I hate to throw it back to uh Barn uh Barnum and Bailey Circus, but that was one of the draws to Barnum forget the clowns. They had fantastic equestrians. They could do some some horse some stunts on horses that was unbelievable. Yeah, doing handstands and, and shit on them. Two minutes on a horse, you would understand just how incredible that was. And to see these actors on these horses that were able to perform these stunts, even just standing on them and firing an arrow, and yeah. that was that was
0: really impressive. Right. It was awesome, and it was and it was a great scene.
1: So and now here, okay, so so we see the Dothraki starting to cause carnage. We see that everyone's kind of like, oh man, like we uh, we do not have control of this battle, like the Lannisters are like, We do not have control of this battle right. at all. I mean, there's a dragon. How do you have control of a battle with a dragon? Right. And so this is really important, and this brings back to, to Danny riding Drogon and Danny having control of Drogon and <laughs> no, keep going. I'm our sorry, the our comments YouTube, are drink, our I YouTube comments are amazing, I love let's it. keep so, going. Right. They're so um, funny. And you know, and so she's in control of him, and we see, you know, th- she doesn't want to be the Queen of Ashes, she doesn't want to come in and just burn everything, she doesn't want to burn them all as her father did. Right. We see that she's only going after the supplies, and granted, she she creates the one hole. She, no, I think she, she was
0: going after the gold. Oh no, she no, roasted. No, no. No, gold's already in there. Gold's
1: already gone. Okay. And she's I don't think she gives but a she shit didn't about the know gold. gold. Money no. means nothing to her. Granted. But, but
0: let's be clear here: she roasted a hell of a lot of soldiers. She roasted a hell of a lot of
1: soldiers. But but she only does it once intentionally, and then everybody else is just kind of in the way as she's going after the supplies. She's being very tactical about it, and she's no, trying she is. to come out of this with minimal casualties. She is, which is a testament to Danny, which is a testament to Danny and her heart. And and what she stands for and the type of queen that she wants to be. Here's she's the thing. She's not going as apeshit as she could in no, this no, scenario. No, no, no. Absolutely
0: not. Especially since this we know that fight she's. She could have
1: been over in 25 seconds if she wanted it to. And, and, she could have burned the shit out of literally everyone, and she didn't.
0: And to be clear here, too, there's a huge difference between turning that dragon loose on the Red Keep, which we know that she's got to be very close to in order for the dragon to the... get, or... Which t- which Tyrion and Jon talked her out of doing. Right, but I think what's more important here and what's more telling here is that if it's one thing to go roast a town. That's obviously a no-no. If you suit up for an enemy when you know that your enemy has literal dragons and you decide to put on the armor and put on the dra- put on the symbol of her enemy, then when you get roasted by a dragon... Sorry about your luck.
1: Right? Yeah. You yeah, maybe yeah,
0: should not yeah, have yeah, joined yeah. the side that didn't have the dragon. Are you right. saying
1: they were asking for it? <laughs> But I the mean way did you the see way what they, they were dressed
0: wearing?
2: okay they
3: were-
2: <laughs> but they were all lined up as a front line and and the shields and everything and she came through the first time and just blew through the line straight through the line but the next the couple of times of war. but the next couple of times she went lengthwise right along that line she well, I mean, took look- out a whole lot of soldiers that if she was if her main intent as you proje- as you as you conjecture that it was the strictly for the supplies Especially since they're that close to the Red Keep, why would they care about the supply so much? You know, I, I think she was out to kill the. But, but then, uh, but
0: then she the was out to out win a battle. She was out it. to win a battle, and, and I she think did, that she was she,
2: doing she, it she caused a lot of casualties for not only the casualty impact, but for the for the um, morale impact. Right. Granted, but she had she did kill a lot of men, and I was saying some of those that uh, the the the, uh, the video showed that there were some men that were just ash. Yeah. Right. And there were others that were running around with I don't know if they were direct hits by the dragon that yeah. turned into ash and the others were just like you know like like the fire right. caught on fire from well the-
1: you know and i think and, and then that brings up such an important scene as as jamie is standing in the middle of this battle and he's you know he's the commander he's the captain he is he's supposed to be leading his men in battle and he's watching this happen and he's watching his men melt and burn and turn to ash and you see it on his face he's He's at a loss. He he, right. can, he realizes what he's up against, and for the first time, Jamie can't win. Yeah, right. Jamie. Yeah, I think not, that blows mind. Jamie cannot win this battle. He cannot defeat his enemy in this situation. And he, and I, I don't, think don't it's even the first think time since we see him lose his hand that we see him feel this helpless again. He's gone through this great journey since he lost his hand and gained his gold hand and learned how to fight again. And he's and he's become himself again. And then we see him be that helpless, hopeless man again.
0: Well, and I think that this is a testament too towards what he needs to do in order uh as he's looking at his men, because part of this too is he can't really just retreat into the red keep, which I think is going to be the first thing that you that you'd assume that they would want to do, but if he retreats into the red keep he's got no way to know whether or not the dragons follow him so because that was my first thought was like the dragons would come through and they would just go ahead and roast everything, not an option. I do however think that it's really interesting that they don't turn that the lines don't break, yeah. Because, you know, we talked a little bit about the military history and how they, I mentioned this a couple times. Let me tell you something. Armies have broken for much, much less oh, yeah. sure. than a mythical beast showed up and started setting everything it wanted to on fire. Right. So that that, I think, is the... Yeah, but you're right. Jamie does. He has the silk in his face yeah. and you can tell he's completely lost.
1: Yeah. So yeah. so Jamie I even
2: asked, I'm sorry. I even asked if Jamie has lost a battle before when I was watching it cuz yeah. I was like he was so intense that right. this was like just he devastating has. for him. Uh the my my husband that I was watching with Dart and he yes, Jamie, he's he's lost a couple of things oh well right. but
0: he actually lost famously against rob stark yeah. right right um which is how which is the same trick that he uses he even mentioned it with lady Elena he uses that same that same trick the little bait and switch here when he goes and takes uh uh eye garden yep. right. yeah right so anyway so go ahead
1: so uh so then we see jamie look at braun and go go to the scorpion w- go get it go get like this dragon is here we've got the thing go get the thing we need to do the thing and braun they kind of have this back and forth braun's like well what Where can you do it? And Jamie's like, "Uh, I can't shoot with one hand." Right. So, uh, you know, then we see Bron leave. Um, and so, and this brings up an interesting point here. Now, this thing, and we're kind of getting, we're dabbling in theories a little bit right now, but it's called the Scorpion. Do we think that these spears are poisoned?
2: Ooh, I never considered that.
0: Maybe, but, but the anyway. scorpion is the term for this type of ballista,
2: right? Yes, because yes, it, it just it does shoot out. Well, I mean film.
0: that's that that's not something you need to Game of Thrones. That's what you call this particular piece in okay. this particular time okay. period.
2: Okay, I'll I'll, bow, I'll I'll give I'll give Nadia Random history
0: nerd knowledge. Woo, and woo. <laughs> hey,
2: you
1: do have a degree in history. We'll so. do eh, that. Yeah, yeah,
0: technically I have a degree. Yeah, yeah. History things. Yeah. Historical um. Okay. So
1: anyway, so we see Bron leave to go get the scorpion. Um
0: and a badass wagon drop for the record. Yeah. When he goes over and the boom boom, the whole thing falls apart yeah. and it's there. That well, was
1: well okay, well first of all, we have the most intense forty five seconds ever because you, we all think that Bron's about to eat it. Right, that Braun is about to die. This is it. Sure, we're about sure, to see sure. the end of one of my, albeit he is a bad, a bad guy per se. We're about He's to so see great. the end of one of my favorite characters, and I can't even handle it. And I probably, I'm surprised that my neighbors did not call the police because I was <laughs> just screaming at my television at this point.
0: But and and, and here's the thing too: that from a storytelling standpoint, what I loved is that he fought like Braun. Yes, it would have been very easy for him to suddenly turn into like you know, like a knight on Shining or whatever or some shit like that, but he doesn't. There's nothing heroic. It looks like...
1: Struggling.
0: Well, and it looks like he's fighting his... I mean, you could have used the same footage of him doing the exact same moves, fighting his way across a crowded tavern that we're in the middle of a brawl. You know what I mean? Like, he grabs his allies and shoves them out of the way. He doesn't give a shit. He's got a mission, and you're going to move out of his way. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think that that... And you see that Jamie do the same thing later on, but... That right there I think is what really sold that scene for me. Right.
1: And you know, and so then we see we see Braun, uh, you know, there's the one Dothraki that's following him, that's after him, that we think is gonna end his life. Right.
0: Does that Dothraki not have anything else to kill?
1: I guess not. Like he
0: really And I he guess did not. kind of focus on
2: that.
1: You he know?
0: did. Like there's a lot of other guys. You you rode past other enemies yeah. to go Well,
1: you know, I when you maybe... when
2: you've got a quarry in
1: your in your eyesight, you know, you're gonna go after true. This maybe guy. he saw that Braun was different than the others. Maybe it's he right saw have realized him. he was yeah. ranking yeah. in some way, yeah. Yeah. saw him you you know? with Jamie. Sure. Yeah. sure, sure, sure. Uh, so then we see, you know, we see braun disappear into this wagon, and we see the Dothraki enter the wagon after him, and then we realize, oh my God, Bron's got the scorpion and. Wastes one really good spear on a person. Like, come on, that's supposed yeah. to be
0: no, not wasted. No, if it's gonna, and this again was classic. Brawn,
1: true. Like, if it's gonna be effective, I'm. Gonna I'm gonna do,
0: gonna it. do what I got to do. To he's v- he's brutal and he's pragmatic, and he c- carries that through. And I loved that. Yeah. Poem.
1: No, yeah. that was that was incredible. That was an incredible scene. And so then we see him shoot the spear through the Dothraki's chest, pit him to another wagon, and then he pulls the cord and drops the wagon. And here we are. And Braun is now manning the scorpion. Right. Um. So then we cut to Tyrion up on a ridge, and he's watching this battle happen, and and he's How watching. Did he
2: get there? Yeah, he's we're we playing
0: a little bit with time here. Yeah, just a little, a
2: little. Did he get on? Maybe he rode with uh with with da- with Daenerys.
0: I doubt it. Yeah. Um, Although Tyrion is the only other person well, we've seen well, actually no, t- touch a touch one of the dragons. True, yeah, but
1: Tyrion, but Tyrion, Tyrion, Tyrion is with other Dothraki. True. So we we're can, I think Island. we, I think we can uh, safely assume that they all traveled together. But he said
0: it could
2: take a while to get back from High Garden to Red Key. Yeah,
0: we don't want to. And this, you know what? Let's not do this because yeah. the time thing okay. has yeah. been okay. the weakest okay. part okay. of this yeah, season right. so far.
2: Oh, I, 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 can I interrupt for just? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, last week we were talking. You guys were talking a lot about the time frame and how did they get from this part to that part and go through the sea? It's supposed to be a six month. And and I couldn't help but think, well, you know, all that steampunk uh, intro and and the castles. Actually, <laughs> that's to scale. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Ray, Ray, like,
1: <laughs> really everything is just it's, just it's just about this bitch It's just Europe <laughs> yep. uh, Everything is just a train right away um, Okay, so then we see Tyrion watching this battle happen And we see the confliction because he's devoted himself to Daenerys he, he's, he's, he's claimed her as his queen He's her hand But she's killing his people And we see him kind of having this struggle with this and, and it's bothering him He's watching them be killed And the Dothraki even kind of like Jabs him a little bit about it Like, your people can't fight and, right. And, and nobody kind of really respects that, like, Tyrion's having a really, really hard moment right here. Oh, well. Maha.
0: Uh-huh. Also, I don't think he speaks. Uh Dothraki, so it yeah, he probably, probably didn't. He it probably, probably didn't bother
2: him that much. Well, didn't know it, what he said. In all fairness, the Dothraki and Tyrion got there in. In I'm, I'm sorry, I know you said not to. right, no, right, I'm sorry. To <laughs> the whole army, so so thunderous were their hooves, so many were there that it stopped the entire procession. Of how oh, how you doing? Hey, it's a really good fight. All right, to what the hell? Right. How did they get there? Yep, we're not doing I'm that. Sorry, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry. So, um. So we move Sorry. and so we see Bron on the scorpion again and he is now he's aiming for the dragon he's watching the dragon fly. He takes one shot and it whizzes by Danny's head. Right. And this is where I get really pissed. Really
0: cuz I'd love this.
1: Why did she why you can you can Evasive maneuvers. Do a barrel roll, Danny. <laughs> well, she sees that they have a weapon that could potentially kill her dragon, she, and no, she goes but right she did, for it. But she
2: didn't see the arrow coming. It was the it was the dragon. And
0: that this is the ev-
1: absolutely she absolutely saw that first spear whiz by her head.
0: Right, but here's the problem. She's way up in the air. You've got a large flat battlefield. You've got smoke. You've got noise. You've got chaos. No, one, None of them can tell exactly where the shot came from. And again, this is a credit to the direction here, because you know I've got no problem being hard on it, but this does an amazing job of showing that it's really hard to tell because she doesn't see Braun. She doesn't see the Scorpion. She doesn't see it fire. She doesn't see this thing until it's on top of her. So all she knows is that it came from below and somewhere to the right.
1: I beg to differ. I feel feel like she does see it because she sees, and I feel like the camera angles and the way the scene is shot show her kind of, like, honing in on him and seeing, like, Hey, that thing. We gotta cut that out. We gotta take that out. And she flies her draglin, her dragon, draglin, her dragon <laughs> directly toward it, head on.
0: She does, but I think she does to a point. But the thing about it is, she's got two options here. The thing is, if you're again, it's flat, so he can name conceivably from her perspective anywhere. If she's in the air, he can hit her. Yes. So she her only choices here is to either take out the thing that's going after her or go land the dragon. Yeah. So if those are your two options at this particular point in the battle, you probably have to go. And remember, she can't indiscriminately just fire because what she from her angle you look down, you're talking about a swath that's easily a couple hundred feet square. Yeah. Um, so, there, and a lot of her soldiers are down in that mix too. So, she can't just randomly burn the whole area. She'll kill her own troops. True. So, she's got to get closer. She's got to find it and hope that she can get to it before it can reload and fire, which doesn't work out I'm exactly. I'm still going to
2: disagree that she saw where the arrow came from to start with because the dragon twisted and she. I wish I could draw a picture of it, but she is she is like between its shoulder blades. She can't right. see over its head, and she and when it and when it springs when it spreads its wings, she can't see beyond that. She is a very she's at very disadvantage for um, for seeing where the battle's. going. She can see yeah. generally, but, just, but not specifically. But just, just as the dragon turns, she can look down. But the dragon evaded the first arrow, but the second arrow caught it in the wing, caught it in the shoulder. Right. So So, and then,
1: which was very, which was very terrifying because we see the dragon open its mouth, we hear her say "Drakoris," and then we're like, "Oh my God, this thing's going right through his throat!" Right. And this is it. This is it. Drakoris dead. So So it hits him in the shoulder, and it's all very stressful, and it's all very scary, and they're plummeting towards the earth, and then we see he kind of gets control of himself. He's injured, obviously. He gets control of himself, but he's going to protect mother. He's going to protect mother. He sets this thing on fire. Bron dives out of the way.
0: He would have died if this oh. were the novel. Oh. And Bron jumps, jumps out. If Bron jumps out of the way in the book, I call bullshit.
1: Is there even going to be a book? But we're not
0: going to get into that. No, anymore. let's not do that. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. So you
1: know. So we see Drogon burn the square. Not only set it on fire, but then he gets on. When he gets on the ground, as one added fu, he kind of takes his tail and he's like smash. Right. I love Screw that. I thing. love that
2: moment so much. You Just know, turn around and around. That was so. It was already on fire too. Yeah, so that already was already on fire, and then that he just was so smashes cool. it to pieces. So cool. And
1: then you know, so we look at uh, we look at Jamie, and right. then we cut to Tyrion, and we see Jamie, and we cut to Daenerys, and we cut to Jamie, and we see all this. Like everyone's looking at each other, and, oh. and Tyrion looks at Jamie and goes, "Retreat, you idiot!" Right. You know, and and he knows because he knows his brother. And at this point, Jamie is fighting a losing battle. He. Doesn't have any f- uh, other uh, other you know fight, other than there she is. I'm gonna I'm gonna get her. I'm gonna go. I'm, kill gonna, her. I'm gonna go kill her. And yeah, he has to
0: take this change. I mean, like I sure. was watching with it, and the person I was watching with commented on how this was stupid. This was suicide, and I think that's important to note. Jamie doesn't do this, doesn't go after Daenerys here, assuming he's going to live through it. No, he, not at all. That's not his plan. Not
1: at all. You can he, he, see... This is a suicide mission. Right,
0: but if he gets the opportunity to take out Daenerys, however slight that chance is, he has to take it. Yeah. Exactly. And to he secure- is-
1: his sister's place on the throne, the woman that he loves, the woman that he has that shown he...
0: over
2: and over again how much he's willing to sacrifice. And I think, I think it's beyond that. His own life.
0: I think it's beyond even the thing with, with her. I mean, you're talking about things that are bigger than love. You're talking about military... king and country. Okay, yeah. so he's you're got talking his... like
2: he's the military general and he is going to die with the, uh, to, to right. accomplish his He mission. is the
0: commander. These are his troops. Yeah. He could have already, he could have retreated to the Red Keep before the first Jothraki sure. cleared, the, cleared the ridge. Yeah. And to be clear, as a commander, that was you could a exactly. lot of people would argue his responsibility to do so and that's what Braun points out you're not some you know random you know whatever Foot you're soldier,
2: a soldier cannon fodder yeah, yeah. whatever you
0: you we can replace these guys we can't replace you right. yeah. but he so in that moment though he sees that he knows his responsibility and he charges and it was awesome i mean i knew he was i at no point did i think this is how danny dies No. Um,
1: but at a certain point i almost thought Holy shit! This is how Jamie
0: died. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I thought ja- yeah, Jamie very thought well might have been sure dead right he here. Yeah, dead right there. Uh, and I think I. And again, if this happens in the books, I'd almost call bullshit because George R. R. Martin murders you for doing heroic acts like that. Yeah. Maybe it works out. Maybe maybe you accomplish your goal. Maybe you don't. But you, but die, you die when you sh- do shit like that. You yeah, don't get okay. away with that stuff.
1: Yeah. So you know. So Jamie charges Daenerys, and we see you know uh, you know the the dragon turns his head, and we see him about to spit fire, and then somebody tackles Jamie <sighs> as he's riding his horse through ankle-deep water. Do you think it
2: was uh, Dickon, or do you think it was Braun? Well, no. uh,
1: well, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get we'll do okay. theories okay. after uh, this. Just, uh, so head. Head. Instead of who it was. Instead of yeah. Who Dies Next, this episode I would like to play Who Saved Jamie Lannister. <laughs> uh, and then we Saved? see Jamie riding through ankle-deep water, and he gets thrown six inches to the left, and then... Sinks into the abyss. Right. Not what a lot of people beach? know this. What Not are the be- beaches like?
0: The, this is actually the Mariner's Trench. I don't know if a lot of people. It's a very, it's a very narrow trench here in King's Landing. Now, in all but Marinus, it's just, I mean, five
1: thousand feet straight when, down. It's when, actually
0: a bitch for merchants because people throw shit over the side during the deep part, and there's no like. <laughs> everybody takes look. Like, where did you throw it over? Well, I was either here or here. Well, one of those <laughs> I can walk out and important. grab it. The other one it disappears into an abyss, and no one will ever recover it. So.
2: so. Now, granted, though, but I, I, I have owned a sailboat and a. Sa- with, with the keel, you had to be very aware of the depth. And I have found that in dredging, you can get a very deep uh, passage. But right, right. I'm
0: not the red-keep sure that... dredging machines
1: yes. that come through yeah, there. Did sure. you ever this read Gets was... Pool? No. no. The Dr. Seuss book about the the tiny little pond in the in the kid's backyard that's actually miles and deep. Oh my miles goodness, deep. how did I miss that? Oh my God, it's one of my favorite Dr. Seuss books. Yeah, oh, so, so this up. is McGilligot's Mag- Trench? Mag- gets Pond. Magilla gets Trench? Gets, gets Trench. <laughs> that's what this is? Yeah. So... Yeah, so that like that was I mean, scary. seriously, like
0: that you know that fish that can't see in the dark but has a little light that glows in oh, front yeah, of it yeah. that actually lives. That's got. I mean, this was ridiculous. I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead. Keep that's it. So that's it. So this is where. And, and I thought this was. I
1: thought this was incredible because because sinking. obviously we know this was such an intense scene and and we were all like ah, 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 watching this and then it ends and then the silent credits yeah aside from how good the episode was, the silent credits were my favorite a strong ending favorite favorite part of the episode Tardis because, pond <laughs> because we didn't need anything else we didn't need music we didn't and, then like the, and it, you know it slow fades into music eventually, right. but just like that that moment of like
0: they want to leave that moment with you, yeah, and it's a powerful moment when they this don't abuse be, it, and Game of Thrones uses it perfectly here yeah. Yeah. when you use that silence to do it, especially when you have so many things that use music underneath them all the time, and then you suddenly. Stop and you 're forced to really reflect on what 's either happening on the screen or what just happened it was yeah. an, It was an excellent use of the device
1: yeah, I thought that was so great okay so, so that 's a
0: breakdown so are we is this where we do the you know nothing
1: uh, yeah so it 's really funny because she 's actually texting me right now, so let 's see
0: so this is our our. You gotta tell them what the. This is
1: so perfect. So okay, so uh, we introduced this last week. So we have a. Uh, I have one of my one of my very best friends is watching for the first time. She's now in season two. Oh okay, she's uh, making good progress. <laughs> I believe that they. She just watched the Battle of the Blackwater. Okay. Um. Ooh. So we're doing a segment now called "You Know Nothing," Kelsey Rose. Because she's not seen anything up until this point, she's not read any of the books. She actually can't watch this podcast because it's obviously all of the spoilers. But she texts me continuously as she's watching these episodes with just her, just like just live, unfiltered live, thoughts, just, right? You know, just live follow- tweets it. Yeah, live tweets it to me. Uh, so she just sent me, I think I love the half man guy. Dot 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 dot, and his face literally just got slashed off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and she sent me another, a couple other fun ones earlier in the week. Uh, one of my favorite ones was because she knows that I'm calling this segment You Know Nothing, Kelsey Rose. She goes, oh, so You Know Nothing, Jon Snow is in direct reference to sex? Of course it is. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know,
2: Kelsey, but is there a correlation? No, I, uh, <laughs> I just wondered. I, I'm sorry. And
1: uh, <laughs> let's see. There was one more. They like Kelsey Rose. Um, oh, watching all the Joffrey scenes, um, Joffrey is about to slaughter someone. OMG, it's his own wife. OMG, I hate him. OMG, he just made a hooker beat the other hooker. <laughs> I know this is only the beginning, but this really sucks.
2: But how good an actor is that man? Uh, that oh yeah, you can hate him. That.
0: Much. Yeah, I. You know, he quit acting after that role.
2: No, I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, Larry Hagman. I don't know. You guys probably don't know this name. It's so old. But there was an episode. There was a series called um, Dallas, mm-hmm. and Larry Hagman played a guy Jr. Uh, that everybody hated. So. Much. They yeah, wanted actually, him dead. I think, so I think
1: people hated Joffrey so much that he that he can't him he dead. can't act anymore because he doesn't he doesn't want to be as hated as he is. Yeah, he did. did. Give, but so, he's
2: very young, and give him another ten five years, yeah, even, and his face is gonna his face right. is gonna age, and his body's gonna age, yeah. and, they and the show even, will have gone a little bit more. And in the, right. the, yeah, and he'll be if he's he if he's might. smart.
1: Because he so, is, he
2: was. I, I felt he was such a good actor. He was great. He, he was great. carried that very. Luckily, great. the we internet's
0: all, memory is short. We
1: all love. <laughs> yeah. We all love though. That was, that was awesome. What? So okay. So so we're, let's let's get into some theories. Um,
0: I need to open us up on okay. theories here. Okay. So um, we did not cover this, and I didn't really want to, but uh, episode four was leaked online. Uh, and we did not, I, none of us watched the leaked episode. We waited for it to come no, out proper. absolutely, I refused, uh, I refused. And there was a bunch, but there was a script leak and a bunch of other stuff there. So part of the script leak contains the end of this episode. Okay. Uh, this whole thing with episode Jamie. four or five? No, this episode right okay. here, with Jamie and whatever else. Because here's the deal. If you look at it, I mean, I, I paused my screen and could tell that that obviously wasn't Dickon and that obviously was Braun that's, sh- that's saving Jamie. Um, to me, there was really yeah. Well, remember, Dickens I wearing thought
2: so, but I didn't n- go back. and look First
0: of all, Dickens wearing heavy armor. Yeah. Uh Braun is in light armor. Yeah, and the, the the guy that's jumping is wearing light padded leather armor. Okay, so that alone does it. Braun is close by. Braun gives a shit. Okay, so Braun gives a shit. Um, and you see the rest I, of the Lannister. I think Dickon gives a shit too because he does. He he, he, he but, bonded
2: with with uh, Jamie. Right
0: no, away. he does. But the rest of the army is in heavy armor. He's the only one that we see running around without armor on. Uh, yes, so,
1: yes, Marco, we do see the chat.
0: <laughs> they got some great stuff going on there, too. They do. Um, Thanks for the comments, guys. Batman
1: uh, should have saved Jamie, and Batman begins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, the, so, in that, though, there, there's a script that talks about what the original ending for the episode looks like, and it does also specifically mention Braun saving Jamie. That doesn't mean that it was going to have to be like that, but mm. it says there that Braun saves Jamie, and that they go into the river, and the river carries them both down, and Braun is holding up Jamie to keep them up above the waterline as they as the river takes them away from the battle.
2: Wait, I'm sorry, back up. So that they was...
0: so Braun, we see what's most likely Braun jumping to say and in, into uh, knocking Jamie off of the horse and knocking him into the river. And then we see in the episode Jamie sinking on his you know, face up into the river. Right. And according to this into original the script, uh, into, into the, the 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 TARDIS trench. Um so <laughs> in the in the in this leaked script thing it says that Braun you know basically flying tackles him into the river and then holds him up, and they get carried down the river away from the battle uh and to proverbial safety but what they don't but what they included in this was that Jamie can see as he's being held up by braun and carried down the river, Jamie can see other soldiers in their heavy armor sunk Steaking at the, the bottom, bottom. Look, reaching out for help that he's unable to provide yeah, so that was in the original script, and I think that that is a pretty important piece of both influencing both as we look at what's going on for the, for our theories, as well as I think what would have been, to my mind, a better ending. Yeah. I don't think we needed this mystery of who saves Jamie. Mm-hmm. There's only three main, there's only three other characters other than Jamie on the Lannister side. Yeah, you've got Rickon, you've got Dickon, and you've got uh, uh or, sorry, Randall. Sorry, Randall. Ran- sorry, Rickon was the other Stark. Oh, we know it's not you Randall.
1: Got- he's he's not around for this whole thing.
0: No, I understand yeah. that, but there's only three other, literally three other named characters. Yeah. Randall, Tarly, Dickon, Tarly, and Braun. And it's obviously not Randall. And with the armor it says it can't be Dickon, so you're down to Braun. Okay, so I- I show that. him. Sure. So show the save. Show this scene the way it was. The the way the script, like assuming the script, like was accurate, which it looks like it was that's a better ending
2: yeah. but they did a, i thought they did a very good job about you know, trying to leave it uh, as a mystery that um and i don't think it was so much that who saved him as does he die right. and they carried over the next uh, next time on segment. Right. Which and I don't, they did I, not I show Jamie at all. they didn't show entirety. Jamie
1: at all but i think what really holds true to game of thrones and they've really kept with this rule of their own universe is if you don't see them die they're not dead right <laughs> oh if you don't sometimes- see them die
0: even if you do see them die, Some they're not always not dead. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. So uh, he was sinking down and, and I've read a couple of fan theories about how um, you know he he rips off and he's a Baptist and uh, he baptized and he's, he's born right. again. Well no, that's you I don't love don't, the don't idea. blaze
1: over that. That's a big that's a big theory. It that's grim- a big point. And 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 so the whole thing is that he's being pulled down and he's being weighed down by his Lannister but this armor. Isn't, he's but being weighed down by his his Namesake, his this you know his family, family he his heritage, right?
0: This
2: Very symbolic, sure.
1: And so the theory is, and I don't you know I don't know how how stacked this is, but I did read the same fan theory. I think I actually posted it yeah, you to you did. guys as well that you know he you know he what he removes his Lannister armor and then he's going to rise from this river and he's going to rise in man. salt and smoke. We might have a new contender for the prince who is promised, guys.
0: So the prince who is promised, we're gonna. I'm sorry, just one second. So give them the quick background of the prince who is promised. So the
1: prince who is promised is the is the prophesized prince. is Azora, a, a shy, you know, uh, he, he's going to be reborn, and that's the whole prophecy that the that the red priest, that the Lord of Light. Uh, has been prophesizing the whole time. You know, Melisandre d- was calling Stannis, the Lord, the uh, the prince who was promised for a long time. We obviously know that she was very wrong about that. It was not Stannis. There's speculation that it's Jon Snow. There's speculation that it's Daenerys. Right. And now we're seeing the symbolism of, of uh, you know, the whole prophecy is that he will be reborn in salt and smoke. And so we've already seen Danny be burned and not die. So there's that. And then we've already seen John Die and be reborn. So there's that, and now we might see this more subtle rebirth of Jamie Lannister, stripping himself of his of his his vestments, his, yeah, and, right, and being reborn amongst the smoke of the dragon fire. You so know, two quick points. That's that, interesting. Just to be
0: clarifying here, this is the same prophecy that Melisandre is talking about when she when they were talking about the gender switch. Yes. To Okay. And this, this uh, stupid red herring. Right, that, that that gender switch piece right there. Uh, and then the other point was, I think, this is, and this is also in reference to Jamie wanting to go, repeatedly he tells his father, he doesn't want to be Kingsguard, he wants to go back to Castlely Rock. Yeah. He's trying to get away from this. So we see that part too. So, okay. So I'm sorry, Jay, what were you saying?
2: Oh, God, I don't remember. That was so long <laughs> ago. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, that was an important. But you know, I agree that was a yeah. really important fan theory that that's floating around and is definitely worth, yeah. worth yeah, mentioning. Yeah, that,
2: that was it. Um, I I didn't uh, I didn't subscribe to, subscribe greatly to that fan theory because um, if Braun saves him and they float down the river, then it wasn't anything that Lannister that right. Jamie it's, it's, that Jamie came him, lifts through him up. It, yeah, right. If Jamie rips it off and comes up to the river and then Braun finds him and carries him down, well, that's another thing. Right. But I think that his love for Cersei has not. Gone has not died. I think he's still going, He's still going to be a not th- yet. Lapdog. Yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. We'll, we'll. I don't th- oh, Okay, Grant. I, I j- just to set the record I don't think he's gonna yeah, I don't think he's dead. No, no. I, no there's no, no way I, Jamie's dead. I really dead. believe no, that that, that, the, that the actor will will continue in this role for at least another episode or three. But um, I don't think that he's going to be a, a the, the born again.
1: Yeah, I think it's an be- interesting theory, but. It okay. is a great theory. Um, I'd love do you to have see any, theories, it happen. any theories on your part? Anything that um, you've heard that strikes you as?
0: I think a couple a couple things that I'm that that I think are going in here. I think Arya kills, uh, Baelish. I think Peter Baelish. Okay. I think that I think that's going to probably happen. I'm also going to say that I don't think that she stays in Winterfell too terribly much longer. Yeah. I think they are purposely going to continuous, continuously delay Arya and Jon Snow until I don't think they I don't think they see each other this I guess we'll call it a season. I don't think they see each related.
2: other. Well, no, like no, they're, they're second second cousins.
0: Yeah, they're yeah, they're they're still distantly related. But I don't think she but I mean as much as you've seen all of these reunions, I don't think Jon and Arya see each other for quite a while. Yeah. Um I do think that uh this will drive this thing with Jamie with with her not knowing and her not knowing where he goes or whatever else. I think this will be the turning point in their relationship. Yeah. I think either one of two things happens. Either Cersei goes ape shit when she finds out something happens to Jamie and goes full on mad queen or she doesn't give a shit whatsoever.
1: Well, we see that she didn't give a shit about her th- about her child dying. It's
0: different. It's Tommen always was, been, yeah. I mean, Tommen was a third one. You lost the first two. What's the big deal in the third one? Oh, God. One? Um, but the, I love
2: that, that Jamie turned to her and said, oh, when are we going to talk about Tommen? Right. I thought yeah. that was very But
0: I think, that, I think it's either either that or she doesn't care at all and she continues on her plans. Either way, it drives Jamie to say, all right, we're done. Right. Yeah. So I think that becomes the turning point. I want
1: to know what the turning point is that's going to make her kill him. That make her, him, kill her. him kill her. I want to know yeah. what makes him I think it hard enough. Unless we're still subscribed, because I'm still not 100 percent convinced that that Arya is not going to kill him and wear his face. I still think that's absolutely. To kill
0: I still think it's absolutely possible. That blew well, my but, mind when Dan brought that this, up last
1: week. That freaking blew my mind. But then, he, but
2: then she would have to live with that face. But whereas, whereas when she did it with uh, the with, with the no with,
0: Arya can no, no Arya just that's walks the whole away. Point of being
1: a faceless man.
0: But yeah. but
2: I mean, as far as her being the prince that
0: comes.
1: Wait what? Oh I no thought, no, th- no, no, if, no 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 no! If
0: I, that happens, then he's not the prince that comes. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I'm
1: I'm still subscribed to the theory that that is going to kill Jaime, wear Jaime's face, and then kill Cersei as Jaime. Because how then, else how else would she get close to Cersei?
0: So then, who else is the prince that's promised?
1: I yeah. still think it's John. You think it's John? I still think it's John. I still think I that. I still think that that. i hold i I still think that that danny's gonna die this isn't so much as a theory as much of of an observation on my part but so we see that you know there's all this build up with the scorpion and like we see it drive into the the dragon's skull and this and that and blah 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 and we see drogon get hit with the scorpion and we're like oh my god that's very bad and then we kind of see it in the battle be not that big of a deal and he destroys it and so now we know the scorpion is destroyed um the spear hit him in a very close spot that is very similar to the same place that her husband was stabbed in the chest that caused his fatal wound. The dragon is named for her husband, Drogo, called Drogo. Oh. Um, yeah. I don't think that it was detrimental in the moment, but I think that you that think is poisoned. going... I, I don't know if it's poisoned or if dragons can get infected wounds. I, who the hell... Wh- where's the dragon veterinarian? Who knows how to treat right. a dragon? Um, yeah, so I think Drogon's dead. I think that was his his... I think that was his death note. I think Drogon is dead, and I think it's going to be very reminiscent of her losing her husband. Yeah. And it's going to come full circle.
0: I have one other theory that I need to share here real quick before I forget, and this is me calling Game of Thrones about to pull some bullshit, and I'm going to go ahead and call it right now. Uh, When they see the Scorpion for the first time, when Cersei is down there and looking at it, uh, he explains, what's his face? The Hand explains that he has had all of these resources and all of this time, have been all of this stuff has been pulled together to create this one scorpion there's
1: not more there's just there's there is one. There's yeah, yeah. More than one. we're
0: gonna come back and find dozens and dozens of these things at which point i'm calling bullshit because he went on at great length about how every single thing in the realm had to be developed to just build this one yeah. and now we're gonna find out that there's a goddamn production line <laughs> and when it happens i'm gonna be annoyed about it yeah that was my last theory i have one from uh producer dan that he wanted me to share but i'll i'll let jay go next
2: Uh, mine's way out there in left field, but I, my think, I think the final result is that, um, Jamie's going to be the prince that comes and Tyrion is going to be his hand.
3: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Oh, that's not that far out. I could see it. I could see it. How mad, how mad do
1: you think anybody, everybody would be if that's how it went out? Just furious. Just so mad.
0: Yeah. I, oh no, absolutely. Well,
2: absolutely pissed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you have theories that you wanted to share?
1: That, uh, my only thing was was the was the piece about Drogon. I really, I really, I was. That's I a was, pretty big theory, but I, was, I think it's. I was it's, too it's overwhelmed sound. with everything that happened to really. To it really was a killer develop. episode. It wasn't. It wasn't the setup episode that I thought it was going to be. So I was just like, whoo, ah, whoo. Right. So what? yeah. So the only thing that 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 uh, you know, like that we kind of pointed out when we were watching it was was the wound and the and the placement of the wound and the symbolism of Drogon, Drogo. The yeah. Right. I think. So Marco
0: points out that the the Bronn got no time for poison. We're assuming it was poison before. It right. was it left. was
2: steeped in poison. Um, all the arrows must have been. Right. Steeped yeah, in I don't think the, I don't think poison I, I, I really don't think the, the arrows. Are, I think. Uh, and, and here's just another outside theory: the dragon glass is the thing that kills dragons.
0: It might be effective. They might,
2: they might make a an arrowhead of, from that catapult with the dragon glass, and that. It
0: works it kills, White is worse exactly. on White Walkers. Exactly. But how so, are they
1: going to get the dragon glass?
0: Uh, it's well, it's, so so I got. to Dan's other theory. Producer Dan's other theory they wanted to share real quick. Uh, he's, got a, he's got a theory that's kind of out there, but his idea is that we've talked about the three dragon riders and who they would be, and you've heard a bunch of, uh, of theories go back and forth. He has a theory that uh, Daenerys is not one of the dragon riders. That she, I know this one's out there, but here's his theory, that as the mother of dragons, she doesn't count as one of the dragon riders, much in the same way that Liz no longer counts as our senior Game of Thrones correspondent because she's now a co-host. Dan if you were there uh, you know
1: we'd be fighting about this right now.
0: So his theory is that the three dragon riders at that point uh, become Tyrion uh uh Jon so the, the, the and and no actually and uh, and and uh, Bran the cripple, Brand. the dwarf, and the uh, and the bastard. Well, so going to
1: be going to ride a dragon in the sense that he's going to warg and no, a he thinks that
0: no, his, his the theory is he explained it to me was that there that you know he's already we've already seen Brand get special saddles and special seats and yeah. special stuff made. So that he ends up joining, you know, being able to do that, they get a special made from him to ride the dragon, and then he can walk into the dragon.
1: I don't buy it. I think Bran being the the big eye, the big eyed crow, the three eyed crow. I think this is all bigger mm-hmm. than Brand riding a dragon. I think Brand knows that, so I don't think Brand's a dragon rider because I know that he, I, I think I that Brand knows you, that the whole fight is bigger than
2: because he would be he he could <sighs> uh, he could actually um, become. Uh, uh, one with the dragon, yeah, I, and that he could control the dragon. Right, I think that would that would supersede his, you know, his being a three-eyed ra- raven. It's, would be, it's
0: just a theory?
2: It's a
1: great theory. I wish I wish he was here that I could talk about it.
0: Uh, okay, so I think that's it for my theories. Yeah.
1: So okay, so so we so it's been confirmed that uh, that Bron saves Jamie. So let's not play who saves Jamie because like, uh, we okay. kind of know that it's Braun. Yeah. We so do let's not. go back to who dies next because I do love playing who dies next. <laughs> who dies? I do next? love playing who, who dies. dies? Next. Who's going first? Uh, Jay.
2: Um, either I have one of two theories: Gray Worm, or <sighs>
0: I hate to say it out loud. Do it, do it. Seriously. You think Cersei's going? I think Cersei's I going. Think Cersei's going? I don't think yeah. that's soon. All right. All right. What you got, Al? Uh, I, uh, I'm having a hard time here. I don't think that Bronn or Jamie die. I think both of them are gonna live for at least another couple episodes. Yeah. I think we're probably you know what I think? I actually think. Oh, this is a tough one. But I think I'm leaning towards uh 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 Baelish. I think Littlefingers. Yeah. Oh, he's gotta die. I think Littlefinger's, Littlefinger may end up getting caught it's up bad. here in his stuff and may end up dying uh, pretty strong because you want to know how you get around uh, almost all of Westeros you want to know whose face you could wear that would get you in almost anywhere at least for a moment? Peter Baelish. Peter Baelish. Yeah. Mothuk has been playing both sides for a long time. But yeah.
2: what about Varys? Because um, he's already been prophesied to die. Varys down. does
1: not exactly have a great reputation at this point. Yeah. No, he
0: can't get in anywhere. Yeah,
1: he can't go anywhere. They know, they know that he's with Daenerys at this point. So right, whereas, truth, whereas Peter true, Baelish yeah, has true. been
0: playing both sides against the middle yeah. for a long, and long time. Sides and the now end. Arya's got the dagger. I, it, I, it's probably a red herring. We've probably got a while. And Peter Baelish is just the type of character that George R. R. Martin would keep till the end. Right, But if I have to pick somebody at this point, I, I'm leaning towards him. Yeah. I
2: notice nobody says Tyrion. No.
0: no. Oh. Peter Tyrion, Dinklage's Tyr- name Tyr- has Tyrion, been Tyrion at the Tyrion front. Tyrion never dies.
2: His name has been at the first from the very first episode. Season one, episode one. Peter Dinklage is the first actor that gets referenced. Actually, he
0: wasn't at first. First episode, uh, uh, Sean Bean pre- predates him.
2: Yeah, I'll have to double check that. So, but yeah, I it, thought for sure it was. Pre- he, it was Peter as Peter
0: Dinklage. Dinklage's star rose very quickly, then his his he got top billing. But he yeah. doesn't start out. Sean Bean starts really? out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: I think. Okay, I I think shut Tyrion, my mouth. I, I think I Tyrion to the end. I thought um, for sure. Ooh,
2: I'm I a, think the dragon. I did love the melt the wall comment over there from Marco. Yeah. I, I I appreciate that, Marco, because that is a fabulous. Um, it's, it's a supposition, but. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen because the the wall is actually what's protecting from the White Walkers.
0: I think that's coming later. But Nick also brings up a uh, Nick uh, over on our YouTube channel says Braun's next. Braun and Jamie get captured, then Danny executes Braun. Ooh, not a bad theory. Ooh, that's not a, a bad theory, theory at all. Yeah. Guys,
1: everyone who is watching live, give us your who dies next because we can do that now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think the dragon dies next. Yeah, that's think, your I theory. Think, I think Drogon's gonna
0: eat it. Yeah. And I, I, you Do you're the you dragon? You right. I'm
2: sorry. What what do you think the dragon might die? Yeah, I think
0: Yeah, yeah she was saying dragon. with the poisoned.
1: Yeah, I think okay. the dragon
3: is, okay. the,
0: is the next to die. Okay. well this one clocked in um, really long. We're yeah, we, at an hour forty five. Is
1: that all? to be a big one, guys? Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is this is gonna do it. <laughs>
1: sorry, sorry about that, guys.
0: So it was an
1: it was an exciting episode. It wasn't a boring episode.
0: Yeah, it was a lot going on there, so um,
1: yeah, so that's all we got. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into the live feed, our first ever live feed. I'm this. so glad to be a part uh, of it. To thanks tho- guys. to those of you. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you so much for you know sticking around to join us, J- yeah. J-Lmo. Uh Thanks, Al, for letting me do this again because it just, you do a great it job. Feeds my soul. Um, yeah the live feed was really fun and if you guys are watching on the regular video uh, why didn't you tune into the live feed <laughs> <you> next, time. <laughs> um, next time again thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you and we will see what happens next week I'm so excited bye everybody bye, bye. everybody